What you and Emily doing for your daddy daughter lunch since uh, the dates got canceled? We'll see. There's a well, funny. Not canceled, but you know. I mean, well, it, we canceled it. That's for sure. I mean, uh, it was it was sold out anyway, but I was like, wasn't a whole lot of chances to go. <laughs> but no, uh, she uh, made a joke. She said, "You know what?" Or Jennifer said, "It can't be fast food." So I'm like, "No, nah, we'll do something decent. You know, something nice." And she thinks about it for a second. She like somewhere to sit down somewhere, and then she goes, "Ooh, can we go to Buddy's Barbecue?" That's fast food. But see, that's fast food. I'm okay with. <laughs> she just said she's gonna square up with you. No, no, Sam. What? Her? She don't need anything to have a nutritional balanced diet, so she's weak as fuck. Why are you squaring up with me? Where's more? <laughs> I wouldn't be scared of her. She don't need enough proteins and vitamins and nutritional instrument to balance diet. So she's weak as hell. No, she eats a lot of chicken, so she'll pick your eyes out like a chicken does. You don't eat real chicken. She eats it from McDonald's. <laughs> That's not real chicken. She eats beets and assholes. I don't, think, I don't think chickens have lips. Well, we always say we're going to eat that booty like groceries. So I guess we're going to eat that chicken booty like it's a Big Mac. That's probably the only part of the chicken I never ate. The booty? Yeah. Uh, well, Veda. I've, I've tried a gizzard and a liver. Didn't like really either one. I love gizzards and livers. You know, uh, Norbert will probably Norbert will probably eat it. He likes turkey ass. Ha ha ha. I like Norbert. Norbert's funny because of course I'm wearing bottoms. See? What's up, fuckers? Why are you being so loud? I ain't being loud. Why are you being so loud? You were being loud. I'm not being loud. Benjamin, was he being loud? Very loud. See? I'm sorry. Now you're being it's too quiet. Loud. I'm, I'm by such a lot, and it was very loud. <laughs> you heard it through the... You disagree with Jason all the time. That's you all just, it is. You heard it in your house. You didn't even hear it over the I phone. That's how I loud it was. I agree with Jason. Last night, Jason likes the mass Singer. I don't like it. I think it's a stupid fucking concept. See? I don't always agree with Jason. Yeah, Jeff ain't always on the same page. Speaking of Jeff. Speaking of Paige. Speaking of Jeff, condolences go out to the Jared family. Yes, yes. 100%. Lost a uh, 
a great man, Jerry Jared. Met him a couple times uh, back in the early TNA days. Super great guy. Uh, it was really a big markout moment for me. I've talked in the past about the <clears throat> the five hour block of wrestling that we had on Saturday mornings, and uh, my two favorite were Don't Get Me Wrong, I'm a Crockett guy, but I would see Crockett on Saturday nights and Sundays. So worldwide was just an extension of what I was already watching. But I loved Continental. I loved This Week in Pro Wrestling because it encompassed everything. I loved the Deep South, but there was just something special about that Memphis. That Memphis territory. It was incredible. And, you know, to split his bookings up over the years like he did between he'd book six months, Lawler booked six months, and then they go back and forth. It was just incredible. <clears throat> Well, not only that, when Vince thought he was going to be going away because of the steroid trial, Jerry was the man he called to bring in to run the company for him. Well, well, you know. Oh, chicken salad. You take the chicken and the, the, the mayonnaise and the pickle relish and, uh, you know, for those of you that are you too know. young, anything other than what you heard on um, Bruce Pritchard's podcast, uh, Jerry Jarrett was a very successful promoter uh, in the uh, Memphis Territory. Before that, he was a very successful wrestler in the Memphis Territory. Uh, worked backstage at uh, WWF, WW, or WCW, ran his own territory. Just a great hand to have around. And I was listening to Jarrett's podcast from this week. Of course, it was recorded before Jerry passed away. Right. And Conrad uh, asked Jeff if he wanted to talk about it. Jeff's like, I'm not sure. So you're kind of wondering, you know, what the fuck are they talking about, right? Uh-huh. And then he said, well, you think he'll get heat with me if I talk about it? Because Jerry said, I'll let you run point. And uh, so Conrad on this week's episode of My World, that's the Jeff Jarrett podcast, is the Jeff's Rookie Year is the name of the pod, or the name of the episode, I'm sorry. Uh, he announced that Jerry Jarrett had esophagus cancer, which is essentially throat cancer. And he told him about a month ago. So, you know, once he found out he had it, he he succumbed to it pretty quick. So I just wonder how long he knew he had it before he felt like telling anybody. But, uh, you know, thoughts and prayers go out to Jared. Um, Bad thing is, boys, you know as well as I do that this stuff comes in threes. That's that's two right there. So we got yeah, one we more. Go and now Jerry Jarrett this year. So uh, hope it doesn't go any further than that. But our thoughts and prayers go out to the Jared family. One hundred percent. Yeah. <clears throat> Okay, now the sad stuff's out of the way. It's back to dick jokes and introductions. Hey, hold on. Yes. Do what? Having to go play with his dick. Oh, dick jokes. He's rolling it but up. But once again, this is the Turn to Welcome podcast. I am Jason Hampton. Josh Cox. Ben Thrasher. I'm Thrasher. Love you. Love you. Sorry. Love you. Sorry, guys. Dad stepped in here to tell me. Ah. 
He is going nighty nights. Oh, good night, Dad. Night. Mr. He already Trasher. gone. Oh, okay. He'll whoop your ass if you hear him. Hear you call him that. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. On pop. Oh. Well, we always talk about whether or not it was an eventful week in wrestling, and honestly, it was a solid. It was solid. I don't know what you were watching. Solid. <laughs> solid. Solid. Solid guy. shit. It was, it was dead. Yeah, fat and dead. Burning in fat guy hell. Solid. Solid. There was a nothing, solid turd. There was oh. nothing good on wrestling this week. No. The only thing good, and I'll be honest with you, I started on Raw because, honestly, it's got a spade a spade. It's been so bad here lately. That I know at the top of the hour at 9 o'clock is when Cody comes out. So that's the only thing I care about watching anymore. Okay, well, makes sense. I mean, Cody, Sammy, the bloodline is really the only thing that's been... So we'll talk about the one good thing that did happen in wrestling, the Cody-Sammy promo. Yes. It was money. It was... They took a risk, but goddamn it paid off. It was emotional. Fuck yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know who... If you're doing a promo battle, I don't know who won that one. Yes. Well, see, that's the thing. They didn't make it a battle. There was like (laughs) a... It was a pep rally, almost. Yeah. Right, but you know everything's got a winner and a loser. The fans were the winners. Not if anything, the loser is Roman. If anything, Cody would have to come out the winner because because Sammy still shows signs of unconfidence. Well, not only that, but when you know, once it goes to the chamber, Sammy's not going to win. So his, I don't know if I can do it, is just like taken away from Cody's. I know you can do it that he's trying to put out there. So just on willpower and uh, persuasion, positive influence, Cody had to win that one. Agreed. But I don't think Sammy lost. No, 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 not at all. I think if anything, it boosted Sammy up in certain people's eyes. Now, if you listen to the crowd reaction, there's still a lot of people that don't believe Sammy has a chance in winning. Right, and it's going to be like that. I'm one of them. I saw saw something on Twitter. said WrestleMania needs to be a triple threat match for the undisputed title, Sammy Cody Roman, and do it in the WrestleMania 2000 triple threat rules that Benoit Angle and Jericho did. First fall for the Universal, second fall for the... Unless you're going to put it... I disagree with that. No, I do too. I think it'd be... No. I don't see that you get anything out of that that way. Oh, no, no, not at all. The only thing you would get out of it is... Splitting the titles up. And neither one could have their moment because they'd both be winning it, it now. Well, what if they threw a curveball and Sammy didn't win? Then your experiment with Cody shot to hell because now he's a heel. Exactly. And 
Sammy made the points on Monday night why the people out there still don't believe in him. Yeah, I mean, he was brilliant with his points, but... I mean, he went out there and all he was saying was, I've seen the biggest and the baddest go up against... People stronger than me, bigger than me. People bigger than me and stronger than me, and he's beat them, so... What what should tell me that I have any kind of chance in hell? Plus, you know that Jay's going to fuck Sammy. Yes. I mean, Ray Charles can see this shit, and he's blind and dead. I don't know how some of these marks can't see it because they're thinking... Stevie Wonder can see it because he's not blind. I don't know how some of these fans ain't seeing it because they're thinking, oh, it's got to be Sammy at WrestleMania. Okay, if it's Sammy and Roman at WrestleMania... Y'all don't realize the story is not Sammy and Roman. It's the whole bloodline. It's the story is really Sammy and Jay. And if you put Sammy well, and Roman, technically the story would be Sammy and Jimmy, because Jimmy was the first one to turn on Sammy. That's true, but Jay was the one who finally believed in him after all this time. And then after that turn on Roman, like what the fuck, man? What the fuck? And then he's conflicted because. But one, one thing I don't see is. I would like to see Jay and Jimmy because when this whole first started, Jay got beat into the bloodline pretty much. He had to suffer all this abuse and stuff. When they brought Jimmy back, he didn't have to suffer through all that. It was just a couple of spats to um to Jimmy. Where I come Jimmy. from, we call that getting jumped in. Yeah. <laughs> blood in, blood out, motherfucker. Bloodline. Yeah. So, yeah, Jimmy did a couple of shots at Jay. Jay, oh, you the right-hand bitch, blah, 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 blah. And then he just acknowledges Roman just like that. So... I could see a storyline there maybe somewhere down the line. Hey, you didn't have to deal with what I had to deal with to, to get in this. And now he sees the abuse that Sammy got dealt with. And even in that one moment, he's like, yeah, that's what I had to deal with for all this time. I, to me, he did what, I, he did what I couldn't do. The only way you could have made me have any interest in it of the fact of, uh, what's his name? What the fuck? Uh, Sammy having any shot. Any shot at all would be to have Jay not have showed up on SmackDown and had, you know, had the tag titles be defended by, by Jimmy Solo and oh. Solo and Jimmy. Solo and Jimmy, yeah. But by not doing that, you told me that he's, you know, you've already told me that he's signed with the bloodline, whether you meant to or not. In the backstage segment with uh, Paul, where he and Jimmy were talking, and Paul was right there around the corner, just kind of eyeballing like a goddamn troll. It was hilarious. Well, stuff's going full circle from that, from where uh, Jimmy did the same thing when, or, Jay did, or when Jay did the same thing when Sammy Jimmy. was on the phone or talking to Ko. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's, it's this storyline, some of the best shit that they've done in years. I'm a huge fan of it. Oh yeah. I just don't see. I just don't see him winning. No, I don't either. And he'll get a he'll get a good moment. He'll get a damn good pop in Montreal. They'll win. I think they'll win the tag titles. Yeah, they'll win the tag titles. What'll happen? uh, It'll happen. You know, Jay will fuck Sammy over. They'll try to do a beatdown, and then KO will make the save after the match, after the beatdown. And they'll have their reunited moment. And they'll build the build up for them at the Usos for the tag titles. Hey guys, you wanna know something funny? What's that? I'm uh I got WWE two K on as I'm uh talking to you guys. Uh-huh. That way I don't get invested in the T V show and I was going to 
my creative guys to put the NWA World TV title on Tom Latimer since he won it Tuesday. That's fucking uh -huh. awesome. I'm so happy about that. How about he's already the champion? Ah, nice. That's fucking great. I thought that was awesome sauce. That title looks so good. But how can he be the television champion when I've got it hanging on my fucking wall? We we got we got heat, Tom Latimer. I want to take a picture of that, send it to Tom. Be like, hey, uh, I have, we have the same belt. He beat Hold you in Rio, Rio de Janeiro. We have heat there, Thom. Uh, like you, you, you heard me? Yeah, Rio de Janeiro when they was hanging from the rafters. Uh-huh. It was sold out. Sold out. You're only the second best Thom. The best one's Thibodeau. <laughs> I giggled at that one. For those of you that are not, him's a basketball coach. Yes. Uh, for the Knicks now, right? I believe so. Because it, it was the the Roquettes. But then yeah. He, but then he got gone. I, I think he put the, the Knicks now. I believe you may be right. And I looked through your list of news. You've got pretty much the same shit that I had. So, well, I'll, I'll tackle that then. I don't think I've got any because, like I said, I have done nothing this week. Uh, Nick has been killing me, so. Well, you're talking about 2K, so I'll go ahead and uh, yeah talk a little bit about the upcoming 2K23 coming up. Uh, That's what you call a segue, boy. Segway. Segway. There was a recent deletion from the roster of 2K23. Okay. Uh, well, they said that uh, Johnny Gargano had been added in because he wasn't on the original roster. But uh, Scarlet was actually removed from the roster. Yeah, I don't think her or Cross either one's put up yet. Well, but, no, Cross is on the roster. Scarlet was on the roster, but she was removed. But she is going to be in the game. The people at well, 2K yeah. said that she is a manager, and managers aren't Play on the roster. They're just there in the game. Right, she's not a playable character. Like, Heyman won't be advertised, but he's in the game. Right. Uh, plus, you got to look at a lot of times when um, – People aren't on the game that you think would be in there. They're saving them for downloadable, the DLC packs. Right. Which, if you play these games, let me give you a piece of advice. It may look expensive now. You know, if, if you want to get everything, which I don't do the My Faction and I don't play online, but I do the... I do the biggest package because it gets you everything. It gets you, like, a jump starter and a boost for your... Your creative players, man and woman, since they have two different ones now, it gets you all the downloadable content. Now, I think that one's like one hundred nine ninety nine uh, on PlayStation Four. It's ten dollars more on PlayStation Five here in the states. But if you buy the cheaper version, the ninety nine ninety nine or the eighty nine ninety nine, all that comes with is Bad Bunny, and then you'll have to buy the DLC separately. With the biggest package, you also get Ohio Valley Cena, Batista as Leviathan, Lesnar, and Orton. And supposedly there's an OVW arena in there as well. We'll see. Nice. But if you buy the regular version, 
that doesn't have the DLC, you'll pay, I think they're $10 a piece times five. If you bought all of those, you just spent another 50 bucks, which means on top of that 80, now you spent 130 and you would have saved 20 by just ordering the, uh, the bigger package to start with, if that right. makes sense. So just a piece of advice from a guy that's played these shows since, or these games since, Childhood. shit, I played it since, I played it since WrestleMania, the first WWF game on Nintendo. Nintendo 64, got oh, him, uh, oh, Nintendo. Oh, oh yes, Nintendo. I remember the Nintendo one, yes. You I gotta mean, think, by the time 64 came out, I was already eating pussy. That, <laughs> those 8-bit graphics, graphics and music. Do, 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 do. Oh, that was the best music ever, bro. Oh, fuck yeah. Shit, I remember going to, uh, going to. I don't remember where I was at when I played it, but I remember playing the, the original WrestleMania on an arcade. Bro, I'll be honest with you. When I got my Sega and got Raw as War, yeah. I, I thought, dude, these are killer graphics. Nothing will ever beat this shit. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So realistic. Look, it looks just like them. Or what was it? The WCW Nitro game for the first PlayStation? Oh, yeah, the one with the uh, the promos. Yeah, and then whenever you were in ring, if you ran into them, they would do the whole, like... Look at you. Yes. Like stare at uh, you kind of dazed and kind of shake their head dude, a little those bit. Those promos were shit. Those were so bad. <laughs> they were so bad. I, oh, I, I remember the WWF Warzone on the N64... I remember the chance that they would do. You'd pause it, and then you could play, Bro, unpause it, and you could change the chance. Hold this here. That's our topic for later. Okay. Oh, video games. Video games. Video, wrestling video games. Yeah. I like that, yes. Uh, we worked ourselves into that one, boys. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Right, we did. All right, let's get into I'm, some more I'm news. Yeah, what you I'm got? Start. I'm going to throw some shit y'all's way because, like I said, I was playing regular Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. I had a few games. All right. So, Ben, remember when you asked me on the group chat last night who I think the other two people are going to be in that tag title match with, uh, for the, uh, with, Ant, uh, with goddamn, having a stroke, with the acclaimed and, um, the guns? The guns. Yes, at Revolution yes. in two, three weeks. So, I'm assuming you're asking... Two weeks from Sunday, I think. So, I'm assuming you're asking because you saw the promo. I didn't see it because I don't think I was in the room. But Bo wants to talk well, about you could, promo that they cut last night. Yes, yeah. I seen it, but I couldn't tell you anything about it. It so, was okay. like I said, they did. AEW was so bad last night. I had it on and paid zero attention to it. That I mean, it was. I don't shit on AEW as much as I do WWE because usually there's something in there that I more than one thing that I can find entertaining. But last night, even the match that I was looking forward to the most to me, didn't deliver the way it should have, and that was uh, Mark Briscoe and Josh Woods. I don't think they gave yeah. them. They should have gave them more time. I, I thought it was, yeah, it was. It felt rushed to me. Yes. No, Roosh was out later. Or he was out before that. No, rushed. You know, like, Freddie. Oh. <laughs> you, okay. may know me, you may know him his first name, Justin. Guy? He has a middle name, A. A. He never told me what the A stood for. He's always in a hurry, though. No, it, it, it's kind of like Homer J. Simpson. The J stands for J. Just like the veteran Jack Vaughn wrestlers you see in the locker room in any shows. The guy that always says to leave, hey, great match. Hey, I got to go, man. Just got to go. 
But no, yeah, so um, Bowen talked about in the promo about the tag title match at Revolution. You could bring whoever you want. Fly me in the Forbidden Door. It doesn't matter. So does that see a New Japan tag team, possibly? Well, I'm thinking, here's the thing for that. There was a report came out the other day that Aussie Open has not wrestled since December. Oh. So that's right. That's one of the people that I was thinking, are they going to sign with AEW or they got something going on there? I don't know that they're signed to New Japan anymore. I, I don't know if they're signed or if they're just not using them, but I like Aussie Open, so I wouldn't mind seeing that. I was thinking either Aussie Open or Bishamon. Well, they are the glo- the tag team champions. Well, I... But you remember we talked about would they put the belts on the guns? And I told you the only way I would do it is, is if I knew I had the Revival coming back before April. So does the Revival have a surprise return in one of these matches? I don't know if I'd do it that way because... I think you can get some time out. You can get the guns some more heat, I think. I mean, could you do it and make it make sense? Probably. The only thing with that is... Oh, man. You're, what ha, What is going to be your risk for the Acclaim's momentum? Because... Well, not, not only that. Um, do you bring them back now? As, you know, a part of this four-way. Well, the thing is, you couldn't bring them back as a part of the four-way because the way the other two teams are going... Right, as a qualifying match. The qualifying. One is just a straight tag team battle royal. The other is a tag team casino battle royal. Yeah. Which is kind of convoluted. So, yeah. So, that's... um. Or, that's, if they did sign back, because Dax, last week before Dynamite, it typed that he missed wrestling. So, you know, maybe it's something that they have in the works. I don't know. Maybe they've been doing but, it on Maybe they're just wishing about I don't know how much time he needs off after breaking his ass. Because that bruise, man, in that dog collar match, that was rough. Broke his whole ass. His whole ass. His asshole. Booty right. cheap and better. I went back and watched that match. It was badass. How about the ref getting but, fucking blood? But even if they had him signed, would you waste it on a four-way? <laughs> Like, even if you brought them back to win the casino the, as the Joker tag team in the Casino Battle Royal, that would be the only way I could see it working. Right. Yeah. And who would you have as the other team winning the regular tag team Battle Royal? Would that be the Aussie Open team? Would Would he be considering FTR as Forbidden Door because their contract is that close to being up? I don't think he would. Because they're still technically contracted to AEW. Well, I don't think you bring them back unless you resign. You don't. Me as an owner, I wouldn't bring them back unless I resigned them. Right. And if I'm FTR, I'm thinking, okay, you've made us these promises. There's been some broken promises, and we understand what's going on. But I feel like we should get a, a run with the tag titles at least if we resign. So I see both ways. I see both sides. But yeah, like, like I said, you know, you've got. If I'm bringing them back, maybe the uh, the as the Joker, that would be a good one. 
Yeah, especially if they can keep if they do get signed, they can keep it a secret and nobody know. Yeah. Right. And that's when he. That's why he teased that little shit with his tequila and the the spit little splitting image of the WWE logo. Well, let's cover that too, real quick. That was probably a bunch of different things. Well, that's okay because I've got Text some more. A WWE contract does not have their logo on the bottom half of the page. No, because that's where you would sign it. That would be up. It would be up at the top and the watermark and all that good stuff. Yeah. If there's anything to that, what I would suggest is that it's probably a check for residuals, or it may be a new stock option likeness, a likeness contract. You know, hey, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna make a best of new day. For the WWE Network, we need to be able to use your footage in this match or something like that. Are you okay with that? Also, you got to remember, it's also tax season. It very well could have been just a 1099. Yeah. Yep. Bunch of different things. Definitely a possibility right there. But we'll stick uh, stick with FTR real quick. Uh, Bruce Pritchard and Ben, I'm sure you've already heard this because I'm, I believe this was went over on his podcast. Uh, Dax Harwood said that Bruce Pritchard came up to them and in trying to get them excited and stay with WWE, they pitched them doing a eighties parody gimmick. Uh, yeah, I actually heard that on Dax's podcast today. Uh, they said that, you know, you'd come out one week and you'd have. The Fantastics. Your ass the... hanging out of your trunks with tails and bow ties and be the Fantastics. Next week, you'd be the Bushwhackers going out, doing the walk, licking each other's heads. and Be the Rock and Roll Express. And they oh. shot that down. Uh, Dax said that uh, he thought it was not only a shot at them, but at the tag teams that they would be parroting because they're saying, you know, all these crap gimmicks you're going to be doing – and he's like, this is the stuff I grew up watching and loving. Why are you shitting on... Why are you shitting on that? Right. Exactly. But another thing from Dax's podcast, probably on a different episode, uh, talks about the time that he got in trouble with Vince. And he thinks that this is where the entire downfall of... Same episode happened. Was it the same episode? Same episode. It was yesterday's episode uh, about the Usos. Okay. Well, they're doing. Uh, they're going through doing pre tapes and everything. And as he's walking by Alexa, he's like doing like a trumpet thing. He said, and he brushes up against her shoulder, like bumps into her shoulder. Barely even nudges her. I went back today because he said I urged the people to go back and watch it. So I did. And it's literally just like a, it's not even a shoulder bump. It's just. He said Vince flew off the handle, went off on him and said that men don't touch women here. And how fucking ironic is that? Given what fucking Vince is dealing with right now. But he said, men don't touch women. And Dax defended himself saying, I barely touched her. It's not like I went and did a shoulder tackle trying to knock her over. It's just, I barely brushed by her. You can hardly, he said, you can hardly even tell that I touched her. 
And he said he thinks that right there is what led to the downfall of the revival in WWE. Because he stood up for himself. Over something stupid. Uh, we were talking about him just a minute ago. Mark Briscoe, uh, apparently Tony Khan put the... Put the tweet out last night after his second straight victory. Oh, hey, there you are. Yep. After his second straight victory, Mark Briscoe is officially all elite. About time. Absolutely. Good to see that man getting national television spotlight. Uh, I think a lot of people shitting on it today, though. I did, too. I actually got into it with one of them. Where is it at? Do, do, do. Do, do, do. Yep. Somebody, dude said... You didn't have one of your champions under contract, and then this guy said, "I was." This is what pissed me off. Right. So why make said I was just thinking that why bother using a pick with an RH title since he clearly quote jump and left RH. I said because Jay and him are very closely associated with the Ring of Honor tag titles as they have the most reigns with them, and I'm sure once they start their weekly shows, which we'll go into that later, they will filter out the rosters. And then the dude said. So why make him AEW? Starting to think this Tony capitalizing on a wrestler's death conspiracy isn't a conspiracy after all. I said, dude, Tony is likely going to be using RH for younger talent to get reps in, in addition to their house shows, along with their current champions staying on there and big names being used sporadically. He's going to AEW because he's done everything in Ring of Honor and deserves to be on national TV. And of course, he didn't say nothing. This, this dude didn't say nothing after that. But it's not. How many times has Tony quietly taken care of families? Brody. Now, uh,. Jay's family, all the stuff that they do, they take care of their talent. That was I just that was in bad shit. Taste. They just sent a care package to a kid that got bullied, bullied. in school. Yeah. Oh wow. Who's a big hook fan? His hook shirt got ripped up. Yeah, somebody was a dick. Ripped his hook shirt. Ripped his shirt off of him. Fucking piece of shit. Yeah. So they was... sent him a swag box and a a signed autograph by Hook that said, you know, kid's name. I don't remember what it was. Keep your head up, Hook. Hell yeah. Let me see if I can... I could probably find it. I think... Keeping with Dynamite last night being shit, it's got... It drew its lowest rating since uh, November 16th last year. Uh, 824,000 people. Bro, it was... It was horrible. Uh, the 18 to 49 demographic did a 0.27, which is their lowest since January 4th. Of this year. Craziness. And something we talked about the other day. Uh, when we were watching NWA, Benjamin. Uh-huh. The new NWA Women's Tag Team Champions. Uh-huh. Uh, Renegade Twins. For the, the Renegade people. Twins. Tony came out on Busted Open Radio and said how big of a fan he is of the Renegade Twins, how he loves their work, thinks they're really good. And he said uh, he's had them on Dark and Dark Elevation multiple times. He invited them to uh, the Dynamite tapings that they worked. Said he invited them to do that because uh, it was in their hometown and he wanted them to be able to work in front of their friends and family on a big stage like that. But what about all the darks they did? The dark elevation. Where are they? Where are they from? Uh, it was somewhere in Ohio. One of the Ohio shows. 
Okay, so the other one, he just brought him in because he liked him. Then I guess. Yeah, he brought him in because he likes him, and uh, he don't, they don't know how much they'll be able to do going forward with him since they are the new NWA Tag Champs. But uh, it has been made known and in public on public radio that he is a big fan of the Renegade Twins. Like I said, if I'm Billy Corgan, they're not wrestling on AEW. If they do, they don't get jobbed. It's well, a competitive they, match, a competitive match back and forth that they just happen to lose. Right, but would um, Tony go for that? I don't see why he wouldn't because, I mean, he had Camille on NWA. I mean, she defended the title against Layla Hirsch. Well, it's different when you're defending the title. You know that's not going to – there's not going to be a title drop there. Does that make – you know what I'm saying? Right. So I would definitely – honestly, I don't see why they don't kind of co-promote a little bit more than they do. Yeah, I see, I, I see what you mean. Hey, here come the Renegade Twins, your NWA Women's Tag Team Champions. Well, yeah, right. but you do that, and then they lose in 10 seconds like they did. Then that's the issue. Well, if they plan on co-promoting, then there needs to be a, a, an agreement between him and Billy about not jobbing or getting them a good showing. And right. You can still have them even win matches. You have plenty of people that you can have them do the job for the Renegade Twins. Right. So there's ways around it. Yeah, they could beat Bunny and Penelope Ford and it not hurt anybody. Um, I disagree. You think so? Or my goddamn eyes. <laughs> Penelope Ford is fine, but God damn, she's the shit. So speaking of the bunny, she was injured in the match with Jamie Hayter on no. last week's. No, I figured she did. You know, she fucking learned how to wrestle after she's been in the business all these fucking years. She might not get hurt. Well, the thing I didn't like about it is wherever I heard that she was hurt, they were trying to blame... Jamie Hayter on the fucking move. stupid. She didn't fucking God almighty. Oh no, she jumped. Just, just she decided, oh no, I ain't going for this shit. No, that's the thing. She didn't jump because no. she still had one foot on the mat when she hit her head. That's what I'm saying. If you'll look back, she one foot jumps. Then she's like, Nope, I'm not going. So, you know. Accidents happen. I get that. Don't get me wrong. That's not what I'm saying. But Jesus H. Christ, you've been in the business that long and ain't learned to work and constantly getting hurt. Maybe it's you. Yeah. And speaking of getting hurt. About it. Before she ever debuted in TNA, she was big on the Canadian Indies. Maybe that should tell us something about the Canadian Indies, huh? Well, I wish I was Canadian. What's that, a boot? What's that, eh? Ah, uh, boot, you know, five, six, five, seven, eh? <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't see, I hate she got hurt. Don't think I'm not, say, I'm saying that I'm glad she got hurt. No, but, trust me, I know. No, we can, we can criticize and call somebody the shits or say you suck at wrestling, but not wish any ill will towards you and wish you get a better recovery, you know? it's. 
Yeah, I don't want anybody to get hurt. Everybody's to make a living. I mean, you know, I'm the one that champions for MLW and NWA to be good, so there's more places for the boys and girls to work. But Yeah, no doubt. At the same time. you got to be able to do good so you don't hurt yourself and in some cases hurt. others. If you're getting hurt over something simple. You need to go back and get some training right. somewhere. Especially yes. when she had just took the move. She took one, went to turn around and do another one going the opposite direction, and that's when she fucks it up. Exactly. So at that point, you gotta kinda, you know, you gotta, who's really to blame at this point, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, keeping with the injury thing real quick. It's not saying anybody's to blame, but no, I mean, we've said it time and time again. It's not ballet. It, this shit hurts. It's not, you know, it's not for everybody. You're going to get hurt doing it, so. And shit happens, but also do your part by trying to make sure that you can prevent it from happening if you can. Right, only you can prevent wrestling botches. I was hoping you were going that route. Yes. You are Chunky the Bear. But speaking of other injuries, who else is injured, Jason? Uh, J.D. McDonough, when Ilya Dragunov came and made his return. <laughs> oh, God damn. I see what you wrote down. <laughs> Word things differently next time. What? How did J.D. McDonough get injured? Well, when Ilya Dragunov came. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, it fits because he ha- uh, J.D. McDonough has a detached retina. I, I got a nutty professor line for you. It's a oh. powerful orgasm. Just pow. I seen Mike Johnson. Or what was it? Mike Rowe or whoever it was. Yeah. I had a powerful orgasm. I orgasm myself. Damn. Goddamn. Don't nobody want to hear that nasty shit. What does his piece of biscuit remind you of? <laughs> and apparently our, our podcast today is brought to you by Eddie Murphy Comedy Movies. Hey, there we go. Goddamn. That's all we've talked about. The but upper yeah, room. It didn't look bad. Why you always got to say nasty shit? Because I'm a nasty she motherfucker. motherfucker. Uh, I would say the greatest line in that movie, but I don't think you can pick one. Yeah, yeah. My toe's stuck in a bottle. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I seen the accident. It didn't look bad. I mean, it looked. It looks stiff. I didn't, I didn't see it. Well, see, I didn't even. I don't know if I even saw the accident because I just. I remember him making the comeback. Yes. Him coming back. He's in the ring. There's the beat down, the fight, and then it was over. I mean, I didn't notice anything that was overly stiff or overly wrong going in that. And I didn't see general any the, area. Any of the officials or anybody going in there? I didn't see anybody throw up the eggs. I didn't see the doctors at ringside. Yeah, no reason for him to be cockeyed. The good news is he was on TV this week. Did he wear an eye patch? Oh, that's good. No. She wore an eye patch. Brian Denison wore an eye patch. And he's not Jean Pierre Lafitte. He had it. He had something over his eye. It wasn't a patch. It was kind of like, uh, like tape gauze. Like a gauze. That's even better. Yeah, but uh, I'm a big fan of that guy. Oh yeah, no doubt. Really fucking good. Big fan. Uh, Joshy, what you got there? This is more of a cool fact. 
And Benjamin, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Ooh, cool facts. Well, it wouldn't be you being wrong. It would be Will Washington being wrong. So. From Bleacher Report states that, thinking back on the history of WrestleMania, Cody defecting from AEW and main event mania a year later is in pretty rare crime. Is the only other two guys that would do that was Big Show and Ric Flair, and they both lost. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Flair lost. Savage. Yeah, it doesn't up. say Big Show. It says Paul White. Whatever. And then Show lost in that four corner at McMahon in every corner. Uh, McMahon in every corner that we did the watch along for. Um. Can you think of anybody else that was at a rival company and defected to WWE the next year, main event of WrestleMania? The next year? Yeah. Not right off the top of my head, but you'd have to throw the NWO in there. To an extent, as you know, yeah, but as, they didn't come. They didn't really defect. They just waited their contracts out, then showed up. Right. So I, that'd probably be. That could be like a little asterisk. Jericho. Did he main event that quick? No, because he he debuted ninety nine. He was two thousand. He was in that. Uh, no, was, see, I think, I think he's wrong. Because Flair wasn't main event that year. Hogan and Sid was. Ah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so fuck you, Bleacher Report. You're wrong. So it was only two times. Two times. Not only would only be one time. Well, he does have, quote, main events in quotations. But when you say main event, it's main event. Quote, main event, then no, you've got the Radicals all jumped and we're on the next Mania. Jericho was on the next Mania. Yeah. If you're going main events, let me make sure. Yeah. On uh, I'm pretty sure Sid and Hogan were main. I believe they were because there's a lot. So. There's a lot of backlash over because everybody wanted to be Hogan and Flair at that mania for the title, and right. it was talked about doing it, but for whatever reason, it never happened. And that's when they made the thing to do Hogan and Sid, and well, they they blew their fucking load and did it at house shows in front of no people. Yeah. Bro, it's nowhere near the fucking main event. Oh, so it was like the third match? The sixth match. God dang. Match number six, Randy Savage with Miss Elizabeth defeats Rick Flair and Mr. Perfect to win the WWE Championship 25 minutes and four seconds. Match seven, Tatanka defeats Rick Martell. Wow. Match eight. Natural Disasters defeat Money, Inc. for the tag titles. Match 9, Owen Hart defeats Skinner. Match 10, Hogan defeats Sid. So, God almighty. So, yeah, nowhere near. If he's going, if he's going main event, then it's really just Big Show. Damn. That's right. For the people listening to our podcast, we are more reliable than your major market. Yeah, Bleach Report. Get your shit together, buddy. Because as much shit as we give Josh about the time he posted fake news. <laughs> yep. He did post it to you people. He did share fake news with y'all. But it was fake news he got off one of these, I'm doing air quotes, reputable websites. Yeah, see? The only time we've talked about talk shit that wasn't true was stuff we read from somebody else. So we're not pulling up any exclusives as Jason is over here twirling at his beard and grabbing a hold of it like he's Jim the Anvil Nightheart. 
honestly, you know, we <coughs> we went with that one. <coughs> and very easily because of my crazy ass memory, I knew that Hold on, hold on, Ben. Hold on. We're watching the shitty British wrestling and a graphic for their next match came up. I'm going to let Jason tell it. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about because I didn't think anything was funny. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> this motherfucker. Cor- Corvus, Corvus kid. And I saw Bateman. I thought Bateman, you would have thought, you know, Patrick Bateman, you know. But anyways. Well, yeah, but you you just start dying laughing. And I'm like, the fuck is he laughing at? There, it's just a shitty match graphic. <laughs> Look at this guy get in the ring. He looks like the sh- drizzling shits. Okay, but I look like the drizzling shits getting in the Oh, rain. motherfucker, you're, you could outwork half of the whole goddamn company, I bet. Yeah, but I look like the drizzling shits. I didn't say my work ethic. All righty, moving on. Yeah, moving on. We'll stick with, uh, go back to a little bit of NXT news. Uh, Anywho. Ava Rain is going through a name change because they rain. always do. Is it Rain? No, she's just going by Ava now. I hate how they bring people in that have established. Now, now, granted, if you sign somebody, change their name, but when they've had this name. With you, too. she they, She's been on NXT TV as Ava Rain since she debuted. Exactly. And now they've cha- they're changing her name just to Ava. Do you believe it's not the Ava? I mean, I... Hey, what is she, her dad? Well, the only thing, the only reason I could see him doing that is because Rain is too close to Reigns. But if that's the case, y'all gave her the fucking name in the first place. Yeah, what the fuck? Well, also, Alba is close to her name, too. Yeah. Ava, Alba, Ava, Fire. Fire and that's, that's fairly close to each other. And you missed that the perfect opportunity if she ever turns if they ever both turn babyface with her and Alba fire and rain. Like what the fuck? That's an ex- Oh, and they could have came out to that song as ring music. Y'all both go stand on the roof till the lightning hits you. <laughs> <laughs> oh sorry, I said fire and rain should be rain and fire. J- Jason, no rubber boots. Josh no holding a rubber dolphin either. <laughs> Can I have a rubber duck? If you don't know Look up uh, Mark Briscoe's weather report. <laughs> I'm watching that when we get yep. off the pod later tonight. It will all make sense. All right, so a match was teased on Dynamite last night without actually being teased. Uh, during the se- backstage segment with the Elite talking to, to Top Flight and AR Fox. They're having a little back and forth, and the screen glitched with a House of Black logo. And I didn't even see it until I shot, went back and saw it online because it just—it was real fast. I was like, "What the fuck?" Now here's the funny part about that: what if it wasn't supposed to happen and it was just a fuck up on their part, like a production error? Holy shit! Yeah. So now everybody's saying it's going to be Elite and House of Black at Revolution, which I would love to see. I would love to see if I- House of Black is winning. If not, push this out because they need to win. They can't afford any more big losses. But. They're going to lose. Elite's not dropping the bells right now. No. Then now, has somebody- I did like the way uh, Luke Owen on Wrestle Talk today. I like the way he put it. 
What do you say? We're finally getting Kenny Omega versus Ginger Aussie Kenny Omega. (laughs) (laughs) Out of all those guys, Buddy Matthews is the biggest the biggest star in my opinion. I fucking love Buddy Matthews. He's got in it the star. But he should be. Yeah, he's that fucking good. Uh, now, kind of going back on a little sad note, I should have done this one first, probably. Uh, Billy Graham is back in the hospital. You know, one of the earliest memories I've got of wrestling was being at Miami, or really of WWF, was being at Miami Priscilla's. Uh-huh. And they are, uh, it's like 9.30 on a Monday night while we were there. I couldn't fucking tell you. But they were, uh, I remember they were eating, this is really graphic, they were eating roast, and they were showing superstar Billy Graham's surgery, like gory details of the surgery, and I remember her husband said, give me some of that ketchup, and I thought, how? <laughs> Looking at that. It's just, you know, sometimes you get those things that you can't explain why you think that, but I right. remember that's one of my earliest memories of, you know, WWF wrestling. Oh, yeah, I've got one of my earliest memories has always been, you know, like I don't remember if I saw it when it happened, but one of my earliest memories, and I think it's probably why I'm such a Kane mark when I was a kid, it was Kane's debut at Bad Blood. And I remember the first, one of the first live shows I went to when they used to come to Chattanooga live at the McKenzie Arena. It was me and my mom, one of the, few shows that me and my mom went and i was scared shitless of kane and the undertaker i remember that you know there was we was getting ready to leave my mom went outside to smoke and i was out there with her and they was getting ready to get on get go to the car or whatever and she's like oh josh baby you want you want me to get you an autograph from kane and the undertaker i was like no 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 <laughs> and i started trying to run back into the arena but you know it, it, like you said it's just a thing you can't explain that how you remember it but it's yeah, a cool just, to have. You do for whatever reason. Exactly. And I remember the bad blood. I was never a Kane Mark. Uh, I like Kane better as Unibob. Because he cut great promos. I don't know what drew me to Kane as a kid, but I don't know. Like, I was. I, I love he it. He was badass. Gee, I remember with our age gap, I was more looking for, you know, a work rate, you know. I wasn't, even though I'm a big guy, I was never a huge monster wrestler fan, if that makes sense. No, yeah, yeah. Like, my, you know, big guys I like were Dr. Death, Terry Gordy, those guys. Yes. Man, man, big but, uh, I was a huge big old mark. But, uh, I remember Kane's debut because it was the first Hell in a Cell. Yes. Yeah. And I... You know, Shawn Michaels is the greatest wrestler ever to compete in the ring to me. So, to me, that match never would have been topped if Meek never come off the top of the cage. Agreed. Yeah. If he never did that crazy shit, you would still look at Shawn. the original Hell in a Cell, Shawn and Taker, as the best Cell match ever. And it still tends to test the time even with Mick coming off the cell. Agreed. Well, I like just, as, as far as in ring and still telling a story, 
that to me is number one because of the stories it told. Like it set up Kane and Undertaker, it set yeah. up Sean and Brett. It set up multiple stories in there. The only one that would come closer, as far as a story standpoint, would be was it at Rumble when Hunter and Foley? Oh yeah, the street fight. The no, the Hell in a Cell was that at Rumble? Does it no way out? Okay, that was incredible. Yes, where he. Well, he goes through the cell again after the backdrop. Yep. Yeah, the sledge, the flaming, sl- uh, the flaming two before. Yep, he goes to sit it to pile drive it. Triple H backdrops yep. him, goes through, goes through the ring. What about the one uh, where Rikishi took the super kick off or the back bump off the top into the truck bed? Yeah, that was the Armageddon. I loved, I loved the bump, but that was too many people, too convoluted for me. Agreed. Yeah, that was the one and only. Oh, the kennel from hell. That was fucking. Uh, go stand on the roof wearing nothing but metal. <laughs> oh, no, I'm going to go get you a couple cookie sheets. Just how much you just wave them around and just clang them together. Dogs taking a shit around the ring instead of being fierce like they're supposed to be. Don't they know this shit's a work? Oh, looking at its best there. <laughs> uh, we, uh, we got sidetracked. Go back to y'all's news. That's okay. Speaking <laughs> of something that sounds like Russo booking... A new television show in the works, apparently. Okay. The Real Housewives. Yes. I'm gonna go take the dogs The out Wives of Wrestling, featuring the wives of Randy Orton, Kurt Angle, Jake Hager, and Ric Flair. And Flair said, "Jake Hager's wife needs he, to wear a hat." He, he said that he thinks Karen Jared would be perfect in it as well. Yeah. Could you imagine the conflict? Right. I'd yeah, watch it. Be, I'd watch a couple episodes to see what it was all about. And then once I saw how shit it was, I'd go on a BET Plus and rewatch The Husbands of Hollywood. Ah. Uh, greatest show. <laughs> Bro. Remember we used to have to watch it over because we laughed through half of it? Yeah, we'd have to watch each episode like three times and we'd catch stuff we missed each time we watched it. Speaking of going back and watching stuff you and I watched together, I just, uh, you know, I told you I just rewatched Ballers. Uh-huh. After it was off, you know, on HBO Max, it's got things like this or whatever. Yeah. He's found it down. Dude, I need to go back and rewatch that. That was so great. Yeah, I, I just finished season one uh, as I was eating my dinner when you guys called. I was disappointed when I found that that really wasn't her boobs. Yeah, I was too. But whoever they were, they were still nice. Yeah. I mean, they weren't hers, but... She had a booby double. Either way, I st- she showed me her boobies. I don't know who you are, but I like them too. Man, I like them too. Uh, speaking of boo, Chris Jericho's in the news. <laughs> uh, he has actually filed uh, for a new trademark. Yeah. He has gone back and he has trademarked Jericho. All right. Does that mean Big Show's joining the inner circle appreciation of Jericho Jerichoffs? I... That I don't know, because last I heard, he was Captain Insano. Think about that name I just come up with. Oh, that was amazing. I try. 
Uh, a couple more real quick. Uh, Thunder Rosa may be on her way back soon. Apparently, she was at the show that was in El Paso. Yeah. The whole club was looking at her. <laughs> but the whole club wasn't, but the whole women's roster was when she was up in front of them apologizing for all the bullshit she did. Making serious amends is what the report says. Right. And see if she can come back. I mean, a lot of people just complain that she was stiff. My argument is if she can come back, why can't Funk? Yeah, and that's still a possibility. I mean, he's still got a couple months before he's ready to come back from in in injury. Yeah, that too. Yeah, I almost said from energy, and that ain't right. Well, he should have plenty now unless uh, April's keeping him busy. Hey, now. Uh, apparently, a current New Japan champion has made the statement that WWE has been knocking hard on his door. And I might just have to say hello. They hear me knocking, but you can't come in. Da, 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 da. Actually, they, he can because his contract is up even though he just won the title. Yeah, my handshake deal. I, of course, I'm talking about Tamatanga. So they'd be in the same, the same boat with their never open weight champion going to WWE. What do they do with Tama though? I mean, they're gonna have to have him drop the belt. No, 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 I'm saying in WWE, do they bring him in with the rest of his family, have him join the bloodline? Oh no, he's the one that he goes or do they the bloodline. Yeah, oh, yeah, I can see that. Or do they try to put him, Carl? Finn. No, I finished AJ. AJ, the Good Brothers, and maybe AJ White to do a Bullet Club incarnation. That'll go into our hey, next bit of news. Speaking of Jay or White, do they bring in Tonga Loa and do the Gorillas of Destiny? Or do they just make him Camacho again? No. <laughs> or do they sign Fatu and Ansanoa? And you have half of the Samoan dynasty going against the other half. Dude, hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Hi, honey. But speaking of Jay White, what, what, what is that going on with Jay White there, Jason? Well, you know, Jay White just had that match with Hikaleo that everybody was confused about. Why were they confused about it? Well, apparently, uh, if he lost the match, whoever lost the match, it was a loser leaves Japan loser match. Leaves. Yeah. Not New Japan, just Japan. The country. Okay. Uh, apparently, uh, Jay White is still going to be competing on New Japan Strong. Because there he's technically out of Japan, but he's still in the New Japan company. Well, until that show's canceled. Well, here's the thing. Jay White, there's a Battle of the Valley coming up. This weekend. Saturday. Where Mercedes Monet is making her debut. Ain't gonna win. Uh, but there is a Jay White Eddie Kingston match. Well, the stipulation was just added to that match that the loser can no longer wrestle in New Japan. Or wrestle. But is it still gonna happen? Because Eddie Kingston is hurt. How well, hurt? They've, 
they just made that announcement that today. Changed, yeah, they just made the announcement that that was the stipulation. Yeah, on that the was match. on Meltzer's uh, podcast or whatever he calls it. Wrestling okay, good. Live. To answer your question, he was so hurt they pulled him from Defy Wrestling. Uh, Defy Wrestling is technically indie. New Japan's not, so. Right, but the report didn't say they pulled him for it being an indie or anything, so they pulled him because he was injured, so that was my question. Was he really injured? Well, he could be. He could be hurt and them not want him to risk getting more hurt on a small indie show. Uh, Defy not being small, but it not being as big as New Japan. So, who wins? Jay, because he's going to the Fed. He's going to WWE. I mean, Kingston wins because Jay's going to WWE. And here I am feeling like an analyst because I got my pen in my hand while I'm talking. Do the mission perfect. No, you, know, you got to catch it like this. You got to catch it like No, you got to catch it just like you're holding it. I used to be able to do that. I'm out of practice. <laughs> What's up, dude? Yeah. Uh, the last bit of news I've got as of today, uh, Roman Reigns has, uh, I don't even remember what the report said. Roman Reigns, as of today, has spent 900 days as the uh, Universal Champion. Impressive. Yeah. So that means if he was to lose to Sammy, it would be a 902-day reign. Uh, but he ain't. No. No, he's definitely not going to. And that was the last bit of news I've got right there. So, Joshua, did you have anything else? I got a couple more. Oh, Josh has a couple more. So, what you got there? Dude, see him down and tell us about it. All righty. So, per Sports Illustrated, Tony Khan has just announced that Ring of Honor Television will begin airing on March 2nd on Thursday nights, streaming exclusively on Honor Club. And then he also added that they'll have their first tapings on February 25th and 26th at Universal Studios in Orlando. And they're going to be putting tickets on sale on Thursday. Uh, they put them on sale today. So... Ring of Honor TV or, is officially got... Or as the rest of the world knows at Universal Studios. Yeah, motherfucker. Smart ass. You said st- Strudios. Stru- oh, Strudios. And... Which makes me wonder, is that going to take the place of the monthly dark elevation tapings? I could see him doing that. I would do that. Well, Dark you know? Elevation is on Mondays. But they, yeah, they do tapings on Monday and show them on Thursday. Sure. But I'm saying, oh, they're you got to you got to pay to use those sound stages. They're not free. Right. Yep. So would they keep paying for a secondary show that is really just their guys doing squash matches? If I'm getting ready to start house shows. I'm using my hookup at Universal Studios for my Ring of Honor till I can get it on actual television. Because then it can be its own separate brand and tour we're like You know, if, if we're if we're saying here locally, and keep in mind if you're not from around here, we live right outside of the Chattanooga market. 
Um, I would say places like Chat State, uh, the Dalton Trade Center, and smaller venues like that. Uh, you know, you still got the places they've run all these pay-per-views, and there's, there's, you know, had a foothold northeast. So get your product up and then travel with that is what I do. I would really not worry about dark elevation at this point anymore. Right. Because, I mean, I've never watched an episode. I haven't either. And honestly, on dark, the only time I ever watched it is when, like, my buddies were on it. Like, I watched it through the pandemic because Sickles was on it, Shook Deep on it, Alice Kane was on it. Um, after that, I only watched it when Anthony was on it, really. Now, I never specified if it was live or if it was going to be taped. It just said, starts airing. No, nah, it won't be live. No. Not they're going to do like... They won't do it live to a streaming service, I don't think. They're going to do live like Impact used to do. Record a whole shit ton of episodes at one time. The, you figure if they're doing... You said that they were doing tapings for two days, right? Yes. That, that could be over a month's worth of television. Well, you got to think, when we went to the NWA... Right. That's what I'm saying. If it's only going to be an hour shows, streaming, you don't really have to throw any commercials in. If you're smart, you do what NWA does. and You throw in, you know, your fan do belts where you can buy a replica of your title, which honestly, since Nick's Aldis has left, they've not shown that commercial anymore. Speaking so of belts. I that's something he had worked out with fan do belts or whatever, but. You know, Fandu did make the new, bigger NWA world title that Tyrus has now. But they didn't, they don't show that commercial. Or they show, uh, they're hopping up their next show. They're hopping up USA. Yeah. On USA, hopping up Power. By next show, I mean pay-per-view. And then they'll hop up their shop. You know, Danny Deals is on there about every commercial break. Shout out to Uncle Tony. Speaking of belts, um, Cody was Cody Rhodes was on Hot 97. And he said for his WrestleMania main event against Roman Reigns, he's working on a weight, a weight belt that will showcase logos of every independent promotion he's ever worked for. Not ever. Well, not AEW. That he left. Huh? That he worked for when he left. Yes. I mean, that would be all of them that he worked for because wasn't he, he was brought up in WWE system? You yeah. are wrong, sir. He was a referee for Turnbuckle Championship Wrestling. Ah. Quit eating just to eat, baby. And technically, what would you consider OVW? Wouldn't it still be an independent? Who? I mean, at that point, it was all, it was already developmental, so you can't really call that. A, uh, now, what about Ring of Honor? It's always been referred to as an independent. Right. So you got Ring of Honor, PWG, New Japan. Are they going to put New Japan on there? New Japan's not an indie. New Japan's yeah. not an indie. Evolve, Defy. Evolve, Defy. Or would it be WCPW because it was WCPW before when he was working on it? Freelance, uh, that NGW right outside of Pigeon Forge. Yeah, that's what you had with Angle. 
all kind of places, which, you know, Ring of Honor has always technically been looked at as an indie. Yes. It's been a higher level indie. Right. Well, they put Ring of Honor on it, knowing that that's the comp- owned by the competition. Same argument, you know, a lot of people consider, we're saying Impact. I don't think it's an indie. What do you put NWA on there? Uh, he was world champion. Yeah. Right. Then again, though, the way I look at it, I wouldn't classify them as an indie either. If you're on a contract, to me, it's not an indie. Yeah, but was he on a contract with NWA? He was. But they give contracts. So to me, that... Well, at that time, they really didn't have anybody on contract other, I think, than all this. That's kind of one you got to hold up in theirs. <clears throat> yeah, I was about to say, I think Aldis was the only one there for a long time that had a contract. Yeah, because they hadn't even started their uh, YouTube TV yet. Because if you remember, all the build-up for their match at it was done on Ring of Honor TV. Right. But I think that's a cool concept that some kids in the crowd, or let's be honest, Ain't no kick and shit. Some adult in the crowd's gonna get a, a nice souvenir at Mania. Dude, hell yeah. Hell and I'm surprised they let him chunk that motherfucker like he does into the crowd. Yeah, look at some shit that's been chunked in the crowd and cost him sh- some shit. And them belt buckles, weight belts got a huge ass belt buckle on them. Yeah, them things hurt. I mean, it's not a and door. We know all about those weight belt weight belt buckles because we see them all on this British wrestling because that's what their heavyweight yeah. titles are. I did like on. Uh, I think it was. I think it was Raw after Rumble when Cody wrestled a match. Uh, there was two kids in the front row, right on the guardrail at the ramp side. They were dressed like Cody had his entrance gear on and everything, and uh, he took the weight belt off and gave it to them. That's fucking awesome. That was super cool. Dude, hell yeah. You got any more there, Yashua? That's all the news I got. Well, the news I have, we still have no update on the AEW Fight Forever video game. (laughs) Uh, The only update we have is that it was approved for a teen rating. So before, it was uh, a mature rating, mainly because of the blood and guts matches they had. Yeah. Uh, It was blood and, like, they had the exploding barbed wire match in there so I'm just wondering if they tone down the level of blood that you can get to where it's like a WWE game and it's just like a little trickle or whatever or if they just took that match completely out I hope they didn't take that match completely out or maybe they didn't do like the old ECW games where you could pick blood or no blood well, that's a lot of the games you could pick you could turn the blood well, or on or off blood or no blood on the WWE game now still, but it's just, it is what it is. Like, I mean, if you're watching your kids that closely, they wouldn't even, they already know what AEW is if they're buying a video game for their kids. Right. And if you're not buying a video game, don't sit there and fucking complain about it. Like people that didn't listen to rap and wanted to complain about the lyrics years ago, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, one thing little... I do like about the game is how we just earlier talked about, and we'll, we'll cover this a little bit more, but 
how WWE's got a release every year. Fight Forever, one of the reasons they named that title is because they don't plan on making another game. They oh. plan on constantly evolving that game with, down- releasing it. with downloadable content. Nice. Which I think is, you know, great. The fuck was that? That was Davey. The fuck was that? I was opening and uh, I was opening some candy and like he did the mind blown thing. He said mind blown. Mind blown. Bill ain't ate all the sweets. I see. Okay, eat it. Don't put it around your neck. That's his candy he got from Valentine's Valentine's Day. Day candy Benjamin. That's what he got. Uh, uh, Oh, here's my tongue. I got Zappos chips. Zappos. Dude, speaking of, I was at Walmart. Please tell me you found the voodoo pretzels. They have them at Walmart. That voodoo pretzels? Yes. Yes. They showed them last week, and I hadn't found them anywhere. So next time you're at at Walmart in Chiftonia? Yes. I already knew that. You were spotted, my good man. I was spotted? Yeah. Somebody spotted you? I I said, I just saw your buddy. I said, who? And they said, Jason. I said, did you speak? They said, hell no. <laughs> well, fuck me. Somebody from the list. Okay. That lives relatively close to there. I got you. Next exit up. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Yep. Yep. I thought it was funny when I said, did you speak? Hell no. <laughs> Then I was like, well, you know, when we get married, he's going to be my best man. Oh, my God, Benjamin. That's funny as shit. I said, you only say that when we're naked. (laughs) Then I got the winking emoji and the eggplant. Oh, hell. Yeah. Love me some thirst. Quench that thirst. I I would if I could, buddy. I'm afraid I'd hurt something even worse. It's all good. It's all good. I like I've been there long stroking and throw my fucking back or hip out on top of everything else. Have a have a story to tell the ER doctor. So You're like, sir, I get in there cutting. Just just start at the top and go all the way down. It's all fucked. <laughs> Got a hole in my thumb and put that shot back in there and suck some miss fat out. You should have just chewed some quench gum. That would have made everything better. Yeah. Good luck finding that shit anymore. I'm sure they still got it at Dick's. Bro, quench gum has went the way of Gatorade gum. Academy still has Gatorade gum. Oh, you done fucked up now. I love me some Gatorade gum. At least they did. I don't know if they still do. I don't really remember seeing any important news that I can remember. I went through... I went through five pages on one website, and that was the stuff that I pulled off. You'd figure with it being this close to Manya, they'd be more. I will say this, though. I'm disappointed that we've not got one Hall of Fame induction announced. Yeah, this Unless is... that one picture they put out that we've seen shared around is it. But you would think they would post it to the social. Never, never seen it from WWE, though. 
Yeah, yeah that's true. Because normally, even after whoever posts it, the WWE shows, as reported it's by ESPN today, so-and-so right. is in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, or Rolling Stone or somebody start reporting it. But Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, you know. Maybe we'll just wait. Maybe to me, it seems like this the pay-per-view in February is a lot closer to the Rumble than it usually is because of how late they did the Rumble this well, year. Maybe, oh, definitely. Maybe, I mean, it's two weeks. Well, maybe the reason so maybe being... That, maybe that's the reason was like, you're just saying, hey, focus everything on getting through the chamber, then we'll start announcing Hall of Fame. Well, maybe the reason why they haven't announced any, who was one of been the main components has always been approved in the Hall of Fames. It's always went through events. And maybe it still is since, but he's not, since it's not creative, and since everything's going on with this sale, he's been headstrong on that. So he's not been approving any Hall of Fames. I don't think he had, would have that power this year. So you think Hunter does? I would hope so. Which that means we could get you know Corny in, and we could get Demolition in, and a lot more Raven, a lot of those guys that are on the. That concussion lawsuit, that's the only reason they're not in. Yeah. Right. I mean, because Grant, look at it like this. Bill E deserves to go in twice. Yeah. He deserves to go in as the mass superstar and his demolition acts. Or, yeah, acts. Well, all righty. I think that's, a, I think that's all we got for news portion. Well, hold on. You remember the other day uh, we were talking about, you know, you got to have a tag team. You got to have this. You got to have that. And the ball to go in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Technically, if the list we've seen is true, they're actually putting two deceased people in the Hall of Fame this year. Umaga and who else? Bobby Eaton. Ah. Yeah. Yes. And it's not Umaga. It's Umanga. Umanga. Thank you, William Regal. That was always mine and Jason's favorite. Loved it. That was our what y'all had with Teddy Long in the tag team match or one-on-one with the Undertaker, brother. Yeah. That's what we had when we were younger. Hello. Umanga. Yeah, manga. It's finally raining here. Yep, oh, it's yeah, thundering. It's thundering real good here. Yeah, it just thundered real big here. Oh, how about I thought I was going to get stuck in an elevator at work today? The elevator not go up? Elevator not go down. Oh no, it went up. I'm sitting there. I was, I was, uh, I got in the elevator, go to the go upstairs. I'm looking at my phone, just looking through some news and stuff on the Twitter. And next thing I know, it starts shaking and making some metal grinding noise. I was like, what the fuck? Your phone did? No, the elevator did. Oh, I was about to say, you was on the wrong website, buddy. That was Grinder. <laughs> and I legit I was about I- to say, it sounds like he was trying to log into AOL with a modem. Get off the phone. For those of you children who don't know, a modem is how you used to have to connect to the internet. It went through your phone line. Get off the phone. I'm trying to get on the internet. Not your cell phone. Your landline. Your own phone. And if you was trying to look at porn and somebody picked up the phone in another room, boy, you was battered hell. Yep. It took me two and a half Days to download this one picture, you sons of bitches. <sighs> oh, I do have some news if y'all have not seen it yet. What is it? Good news for all us non-butthurt wrestling fans. Yeah. That's me. Don't That's us. Out of the, 
will return for a fourth season. What is it? Dark side. Dark Hell side. yes. So far announced Abdullah the Butcher. Nice. They announced like five. Butcher and Sonny are the only two I can remember. Oh, oh Sonny. God. That's going to be a hilarious. But it's rumored that one of them is going to be Chris Adams, which I'm super nice. excited for. Hell yeah. Uh, Rude was another one that's rumored. Nice. Boss man. So Talk I'm excited about these. That's another big man I like right there. That's a good big man. Uh, he should go in the Hall Trevor. of Fame. He was a working something. Do what? And I think he should go in the Hall of Fame. He is. He's already in the Hall yeah, of Fame. That is right. He is in the Hall of Fame. Goddamn, Josh. What the fuck okay. is this guy in the ring? Because in this Hall of Fame speech, his wife thanked Ted Allen. That's right. Yep. Speaking of Ted Allen, go to our Patreon to hear Ted Allen. Did I tell that story? No, that was a locker room story. No, you didn't tell that one yet. Uh, let's go, to let's go ahead and announce that. That'll be my next story. Let's go ahead and announce that. So, this past Saturday night, we have recorded quite a few. Vi- um, eight? Well. Six. six. It was supposed to be eight different. Or six different. But we added to some stories. So we probably did about ten stories. We did six episodes, but all in total is like twelve stories. So, we are going to be re- releasing them sporadically. I will probably release one on the Patron Probably tonight or tomorrow. Jesse, I would, I would wait so the people can listen and get subscribed back. Yes. If it were me, yeah, probably I would go weekend. like Monday and Wednesday. Sunday. Huh? I would post them every Sunday night. Every Sunday. Yeah, that way they have something to look forward to Monday morning. Right. You know, you got our podcast. Where it looks like we'll be recording on Thursdays going forward because it's easier for everybody. Yeah, I agree with that. Hey, I agree. Yeah, and every time I think about trying to record on Tuesday, I always forget, and I'm like, well, we just recorded a couple of days ago. We don't need to record now. Right. So, you know, I know Tyler's got a lot of other podcasts he listens to. Really, the only thing that comes out on Friday I think he listens to is if he still listens to Bruce, because I gave up on Bruce's because it started being a lot of best ofs when he went back to WWE, so... Uh, but this will be something to listen to on Friday, and then we just post the Patreon stories on Sunday night. And, you know, they, you know, on Patreon, you can listen to everything that's on there. So you'll be able to go back and listen to all the stories. Like, you can do the same thing on our podcast feed. Like, if you hadn't heard them all, you can scroll through and listen to every one we've ever recorded as well. Absolutely. And I know we're also promising. Be easier for you too, because by the time Sunday night gets around, you're winding down, sitting at the house doing nothing. So right. be a perfect drop. You know, it's not like trying to do it on a Friday where you never know from week to week what our running around is going to be, or Saturday what the running around is going to be before, or especially on show day through the week, you never know how your work is going to be. So I think Sunday would be the opportune time to drop them. Supposed to be easier on you too, and you're handling all that. So, uh, Jesse, with that said, when you listen to this, uh, get your money back in. Any of our other listeners out there, trust me, we're we're not trying to break the bank and charging thirty bucks a month like most people that have a Patreon. No, if it's five bucks a month, and we're going to give you uh, tons of stories. Like I said, we made a list, had like twenty five stories on it, and then. 
these extra stories I tell attached to their stories that you'll hear through the next coming weeks or stuff that just came off the top of my head because of the stories they're telling. So, you know, you're going to get your money's worth. We're going to do our watch alongs that some people seem to like on there. Uh, we may go back to doing our top 10, top 20, top whatever list on there eventually. Yep. We start watch alongs. We'll throw on there. Um, any, sporadic live because we do i think every so often definitely throw some live um episodes on there right and we had talked about at rcw getting uh some of the guys to tell us some of their candid stories in the business uh whether it's during the show or we're having our after party get together definitely having them tell us stories and that'd be it and we actually think we're going to put our our guest on the patreon as well Yep, I think so. And we'll promote it and book it up for you that way. You know it's coming, and then you can make the decision. That, oh, I want to listen to this. Yeah, so I think I'm going to subscribe to the Patreon. And we have two tiers. We have the $5 tier and the $10 tier. And I know in the $10 tier, we also promise some turn-the-buckle merch, and we will work on that. And we can reach out to Real. We can reach out to Jen. Now, we're not going to try to do, like, anything massive and crazy, you know, like maybe a sticker or something. <laughs> E-chains, uh, maybe do some earrings with our logo like Brent Banner did with his. I thought that was pretty cool, and he said it was relatively cheap. So if you can uh, think of some ideas, you know, I know we still got a thing of hats. We do know we're getting hats and shirts made, but I don't think we can include them on the $10 tier just because of how much they'll cost us to make. Right, right. But we will have hats and uh, we'll have caps and sleeves at this level, son. <laughs> so, I hope people got that reference so subscribe to our Patreon tell your friends so support the pod um, we definitely want to keep doing this and you know all the money we get from that goes towards pay-per-views or it goes back into the podcast none of us are going to be using it for personal reasons or anything no. like that I mean, that is a personal reason, but yeah. But again, it goes back we're, to the podcast. We're not using it to make money. We're using it to better better the podcast. We want to get microphones set up. Uh, yes, because we've had some feedback that having microphones and stuff would be a little bit easier to be able to handle sound quality-wise. In June or July, we're going to have to start paying for the NWA pay-per-views. That doesn't benefit you guys at all, but we'll use some of that money for that because... They're taking the NWA subscription off Fight TV. Uh, we have to order Ring of Honor pay-per-views when we cover them for you guys. Uh, some New Japan we have to order because I don't know if the – is the one this Saturday on New Japan World, Josh? It is. I've already, yeah, I got my everything renewed, so we can uh, find a way to watch that or whatever if we need to. Okay, yeah, we'll watch it maybe – Maybe one day next week we'll get together and watch it or next weekend or something. Okay. Y'all want to take a break and come back and uh, preview <coughs> RCW and then... Uh, I think that's Yeah, we'll idea. have our video game discussion. All righty. So, yeah, we'll be right back uh, after these quick messages. Giddy. Yes, yes, we are definitely back. And before we get into this discussion on video games Vidya. of the Vidya. wrestling variety, Vidya games. 
We are going to get into what is going to happen this week. God damn, is that Bobby Heenan too? It is. Bro, about to fuck him up. Well, Heenan was managing Bockwinkle. Before we do that, let's send out a congratulations to sort of local boys from the 865, the Knoxville area, who just signed his first professional wrestling contract with a, a bigger national company. Our buddy uh, Silas Mason is fully signed with the NWA now. Hell yes. Yes, sir. On his post and told him congratulations that uh, we've become huge fans that are always ready to go win that national title. Uh, he loved it, so uh, hopefully that's where he's going with it because they did a segment with him and Sion uh, on TV this week. So uh, big shouts out to him. Uh, that's a uh, Pritchard, uh, Jacobs Pritchard wrestling product there. So Hell yeah. That may- or right off the top of my head that I know have signed with NWA. You got from, him, you got Kenzie. You got Kenzie, you've got Kylie, and you've got uh, Ella. Ella. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> See what I did there? You goofy motherfucker. Hey, it's oh, hey, you d- actually, you saying that made me think of another piece of news that I read that I'm just like, this is bullshit. I don't know why it's relevant. Okay. Goldberg said he did not like the halftime performance at the Super Bowl. Bro, he's an old white guy. He said Chris Stapleton sang the national anthem and didn't grab his crotch a hundred times, so why did she have to do it? Because well, he had a guitar in front of his for one. Yeah. I forgot. Ron looked fine as fuck. I will say this. Chris Stapleton... Best national anthem since Whitney Houston. Agreed. That was incredible. That was badass. Did you see uh, the TikTok of the people who lost money on it? What was it? What was mm-hmm. that? You know they do the over under every year on how long it's going to take for them to sing the anthem. Yeah. It was two minutes and two seconds that they had. They had the over at two minutes and two seconds. Okay. Okay. The official time on the anthem was two minutes. One second. One point nine nine seconds. Oh god damn. Uh I will say this. As an Eagles fan, it may have hit more, but when they panned to Jason Kelsey singing with tears in his eyes, then uh Coach Nick squalling. Oh yeah. That one that one got to me. It would have hit me if it was, you know, if Andy Reid would have done it, but bad example, I'm a big Andy Reid fan. If Mahomes' brother was crying. It still probably would have hit me just because of the emotion behind that song. Yeah, I know you yeah. don't like that guy. The way he was performing. Yes. But, uh, you know, as an Eagles fan, I'll say this. Great Super Bowl. A lot of questionable calls. That's not why we lost the game. We lost the game because we go into halftime with a 10-point lead and play zero defense the second half. Well... A lot of people will say questionable calls, but the guy that got called with the holding call actually said, yeah, I held him. I'm, I was just hoping the ref I'm wouldn't call him. I'm talking that one. Go back and look at Jalen's fumble. There's a face mask. Ah. Go look at the catch that Devontae had that would have put us right on scoring. That was a catch in the first place. But even if it was, that there was pass interference with the referee looking right at it. There was a lot of questionable calls. Uh, Bradbury admitted he held him. To me, though, that's a call you don't make in a Super Bowl because the ball is uncatchable. That's not a penalty in college, the XFL, or the USFL because the ball is uncatchable. Shouldn't be a penalty in the NFL. 
I thought if it was uncatchable, overthrown. See, that's what I was thinking. If it had been thrown out the back of the end zone, uncatchable. But the fact that it landed in the end zone, I think that's why they threw the flag. That ball was uncatchable. I agree. But as an Eagles fan with a second-year head coach and basically a second-year starting quarterback, uh, they'll be back. Oh, yeah. They'll be back. And that proves all the haters wrong. And I still let's say this, not because he plays on my team, Jalen Hurts was the real MVP of this season. I agree. He did, he's done damn good all season. To me, the MVP is not about stats. Or it's not all about stats. Of course, it's got to be about stats. Or then, you know, a Browns quarterback could finally win it once. Boom-tsh. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. But it's, it's not just about stats. To me, it's about what you mean to your team. And let's look. Hurts was out. Hurts lost one game this year. That bullshit game to the commanders that we've already talked about, Jason. Shit ton of bad calls. And again, we didn't play defense in the second half. Which I'm glad our defensive coordinator's gone. Let him be fucking Arizona's problem now. <laughs> Good luck. Because he's, he's scared to play defense. He wants to play zone. And they burn us. But the two games Hurts was injured and couldn't play, what happened? <laughs> we got blew the fuck out. Oh, hell yeah. So if Mahomes didn't play, could Henny have been as productive? The whole, you know, take 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 him out of two games like Hertz was against two division rivals. Can he can Henny lead the team to beat him? I don't think so. I think Mahomes is his talent is because the way he improvises. Oh yeah, and they got to do something about that field in Arizona. Dude, fuck yeah, that field was terrible. I mean, they even said, if you listen to the, the commentary, that the Chiefs complained about it after the first game of the season when they played there. Yep. So, you need to do something about that. That's going to hurt somebody. Well, that's why they took the Division Two championship game out of Chattanooga. Well, yeah. Yeah, because that field was... Ooh, boy, when it rained, it was like playing in a straight mud puddle. Yep. It was fun to watch on TV, though. It was really fun to watch live. I got to go to one. I went to one. I don't think I went to two. I got to see Flacco's last college game. Nice. Oh, wait a minute. Is that the real player or Keanu Reeves? The real one. Okay, just had to make sure. <laughs> but, that was uh, a damn good, Bert. So this Saturday night at RCW at the... Tabernacle of North Georgia Wrestling off alternate 52. We coming back with a big card, a, big, a really big show, really big show. Wow. Uh, uh, we'll start the RBS. With, uh, a friend of mine and Jason's making his return to Georgia after nine years to wrestle. Coming all the way from Indiana, Rick Vidal will be in the house to take on RCW heavyweight champion. Um, even though he has no belt. Brent Banner. How's he going to hold his pants up? He wears trunks. He wears trunks. Oh, okay. Draw uh, gotcha. Also, apparently a first-time ever matchup, which is really hard to do. Wes Blaze, the overmaker, will take on... Fuck that. Now, guy. this is weird to say, 
fan favorite, Chris Crump. I like that guy, but fuck the other guy. Yeah, I agree with that. We're also going to have a six-man tag match with uh, Steve Dave Enterprises of Pecker Pickle Pickle Pepper Pickle Bottom Pickle Dick and Trinity, and apparently the newest recruit in the Steve Dave Enterprises, Chase Jordan, and a six-man match taking on RCW No Limits Champion Chris Payne, uh, RCW favorite Tiger Kid, and a mystery opponent. Ooh. Ooh, I like mystery opponents. We're also going to have, uh, I've not got clarification yet, Wes keeping this one tight lipped. Um, he's going to either pick Landon Priest or Cross to take on Zach Malone in a winner picks the stipulation match. Uh, Jason, now that plans have changed, will be ringside. I've granted him a manager's license for the show. That way he can keep an eye on Wes and whichever other one is not in the ring. So Zach has a fighting chance. But the winner will get to pick the stipulation for Wes and Jason single match coming up. Let's see. What else we got? We've also got RCW tag team title match is the prophecy. And I don't care if it's Torque or if it's Big Red Adams, but Johnny Viper's ass will be in that match. Uh, against Beauty and the Beast for the vacated RCW Tag Team titles. Thanks to Mr. Joshua Cox there, special guest referee will be myself. Ooh. Now, here's here's my question. I thought thought that was a good idea. It was a good idea. Ben thought it was a good idea, too. It's a pretty good idea. But here's my question. Uh Uh-huh. You said Johnny Viper's ass has to be in the match. His whole body. Can the rest of his body be in it, too, or just his ass? Well, he has no ass. Because I heard he that's his back. ass, Mr. Postman. He got a long back with a hole in it. He got to lay down and take shit. Long back. So, yeah, he, he has to be in, in the ring for this match. I don't care which partner he picks, but I promise this match will be called right down the middle because, honestly, you know, Josh let both teams fuck us last show. Uh, he let Logan be there when he shouldn't be, by the way. Uh, thanks to Mr. Cox, my head referee. Uh, head. <laughs> Logan is barred from ringside. Actually, he barred him from the whole damn building. I did, I did. And uh, Caitlin is going to have to stay in the back. You can give her more matches, but you need to have a talking to her about, you know, keeping emotions out of it and playing fair. Yep, I will conduct my menu with all we my... Don't play- we don't play favorites. If we did, hell, my buddies would have all the belts. I'd give them every opportunity, but they don't. Like, I've gave Jason sh- chances, and, you know, he hadn't, he hadn't been able to pull the trigger on one yet, so I don't play favorites. Uh, they're going to have to earn it. That's that's the, that's the way RCW is going to be from now on. No handouts, no freebies. You want it, you earn it. Show me that you deserved it. Uh, but you can put Kaylin in other matches if you decide to, but she has to stay away from ringside for this match as well. Uh, may the best team win. I will call it right down the middle. Middle. Also, we have the in-ring return of my girl, Brandon Collins. Cannot wait for that. So excited uh, about that. You know, for us guys, Uncle Terry's going to be visiting backstage. Nice. Uh, AEW guy. Anthony Henry will be visiting backstage. Oh, I cannot wait to see Anthony. Uh, you know, plus we'll, plus we'll have some surprises and 
people showing up that we're not going to announce yet, but you can see all this this Saturday night at 8 p.m. Doors open at 7 at the big Budweiser Bud Light Blue Building off alternate 52 in Chatsworth, Georgia. Remember, doors open at 7, bell time is 8, tickets are 10 Adult for adults, kids are 5, family four-pack of tickets, only $25. And what do they got to do, Jason? You got to ask for it because we ain't just going to give it to you. All right. If they do ask for it and get the discount, what can they do with that money they save, Josh? They can use that money to go visit the Renegade Diner and get them a nice beverage and a nice little snack. There you go, a little snacky snack. Snacky snacks are cool. No snacky snack. Which and, I, got a, uh, I, got a, I got a request for the Renegade Diner. I'm about to talk to Tyler about it at the show this weekend. You better just cut out the middleman and talk to Papa. What? I've got ideas. We've talked about well, remember, this before. You're only you're gonna pay for the whole seat, but you're only gonna need the edge. Don't miss it. Be, Be there. there. Godspeed, Bird Prentice. <laughs> Uh, before we get into the discussion, what's your fat ass thinking at the diner? You're supposed to be going on a diet. This isn't for me, so the goddamn fans. Uh, okay. What you thinking? So I was thinking for like, you know, our big shows, you know, to kind of spruce up and have like little specials for like the, uh, for the, for the menu options, you know, like maybe if Tyler can work out or Papa can work out in agreement with like some of the local area, restaurants areas, maybe like a barbecue or hamburgers or some healthy. Yeah. Dale makes some good barbecue that they've had there before. Well, there you go, Dale. Make some barbecue that they can sell. Goddamn right. I've been, I've been pitching them to get a hot dog roller and a griddle. Make some burgers and hot dogs. Make burgers, fried bologna sandwiches. And on the on the roller, you can put one roll of hot dogs, one roll of like egg rolls, one roll of taquitos. Trust me. People have their dinner at the show. And paid for that show yep and we would save money because we wouldn't have to go to checkers afterwards but they was yep. always leftover groceries yeah we just sit there have some beers and eat some taquitos and that food don't go to waste remember somebody from accessions that would come back with a tray full two or three trays full of food oh. hand it to me for first pick and then i'd hand it on down the line I miss that popcorn we had. That popcorn was good. Hell yeah, it was. All right. Well, we look forward to seeing you folks out there with us Saturday night. Uh, come on out and have a good time. Hey. It is a family-friendly show. You will hear some cussing. We ain't going to say motherfucker goddamn or nothing like that. But no, you just watch the podcast for that shit. You may hear an ass every now and then, but in the heat of battle, ain't no grown man going to look at another grown man and say, I'm going to kick your butt. That don't happen. Yeah, it does. No, it doesn't. Happens in Ringgold. I don't care what Ringgold. That's not supposed. It's not supposed to happen. It ain't supposed to he happen, made, but it does. He made the buzz, but I sure didn't listen to what he. I did. I sure didn't do what I was supposed to do. Yeah, we always got in trouble for saying ass. You can't say ass. It's in the Bible. I can, cause I'm a man. And I don't say I'm gonna kick your butt. So I'm talking about, I said, I've been saying ass since my balls drop. Maybe when yours drop, Paul, you'll say it too. <laughs> you ain't supposed to say that to me, buddy. <laughs> they ribbing me on a podcast. <laughs> I'm like, if anybody complains, tell them to come talk to me. Nobody ever complained. Yep. There's a difference in a family show and a, and a kindergarten show. Agreed. I mean, 
you don't want anybody saying ass, but you got a fucking serial killer being portrayed on your show. Oh. That literally makes women piss the seats. Oh. Yeah. Oh, God. God damn it, Ben. That means that math ain't mathin', boys. That math ain't mathin'. Oh, God. But that meth was methin'. Did you see her teeth? God damn. What? What are you thinking about accidentally sitting in that seat or something, Josh? No, I just got... Never is actually sitting Nobody that ever accidentally sit there because they made sure that was reserved for her. Exactly. Yes, every week. And it just... And I remember the one time when she goddamn fucking was shitting herself. Oh, goddamn. Oh, yeah, she doo-dooed in her pants at Empire. And then try to switch seats. Yep, I was in the ring when that happened. And then she stood right next to the worker entrance so Je- until Jeff left with her shitty pants on. Oh, shitty McGee. I wonder when he got home if they banged and be shitty, shitty bang. Oh, my God. <laughs> Damn. Well, if he did, you know what that would sound like. <laughs> you forgot you got you forgot the because <laughs> you know she didn't wash first this guy go to larry santana oh, damn when you he get made down. to sit it from the back it was already lubed up and wet <laughs> why you gotta say nasty <laughs> shit all the time he's a nasty I'm motherfucker uh, uh, now, just to clarify, we're not talking about will sex life right now, folks. <laughs> which, are, which could probably coincide with everything we just said, though. Well, we did use pronouns. We said she and her. Bizarre. Well, Championship Wrestling 2 TV episode. Ow, you stepped in my foot. That's the dog. So, Benjamin, I might need your help coming up with a good stipulation for that match with me and Wesley. Loser gets her dick cut off. <laughs> God damn. Well, Jason, go ahead. It's not that big. Yeah, I could lose that one. It'd be all right. Bro, they don't make scissors that small. Because as Lone Star said, I'm already there. Uh, Let me think. Can't do a hair versus hair match because ain't neither one of y'all got no damn hair. Loser wears a dress. Hey, that's a thought. Loser wears lingerie. Loser wears a diaper. <laughs> we just talked about that in the other room. We were just talking about that. Lazy. He'd love that. Do the old Ronnie Gossett. You hear me? What? Wes is lazy. He'd like that. Oh, shit. Loser is the winner's maid for a month. Loser eats dog food. Ew. We'll talk about it more Saturday. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure our highly intelligent wrestling friend has some ideas. Yes, I agree with that. And we also uh, also yeah. throw it out to the fans. When I... When I when, Dude, when, yeah, we can take a poll when Dale goes out to do his 50-50 before the show. When Zach Malone beats either Landon or Cross, what type of match should I have with Wes? Have them write it down and most wins. Oh, we we go from there. Well, have, just have them. Uh, we come up with about four or five different different things. Let them vote on it at the concession stand, and then after the show, we'll Bro, look you at. Got it. Some work to be done around your house. Do what? 
got some work you need done around your house? <laughs> yeah. Um, we could do the uh, David Von Eric Jimmy Garvin slave for a day. Remember, David Von Eric had him hauling hay and digging holes for pose. You're gonna yep. have some fans that's gonna be picking hell Watching to sit with the dog. No, that's why I said we come yeah, up with like options. four or five different options and let them vote on those options. Yeah, Otherwise, they're gonna be picking hell to sell or some shit. Uh, okay, Tyler, you hear that? Y'all gonna have to build a cell or an inferno match. You're gonna be right down an inferno match. We're going to have to get five oh, low I thought touches. you said infertile match. I was like, shit, I can't have kids. That's okay. <laughs> Wes don't need an animal <laughs> All right, but here we are at the discussion portion because we already talked about some good old RCW coming up this weekend. So, classic wrestling video games or all wrestling video games. All right, you guys ready? I've got Wikipedia pulled up here. Oh, I'll nice. read through the titles of everything that's been released, and we'll talk about them if something pops off to you. Does that okay. sound fair? Sounds good. All right, first we're going to go with brandless games. Uh, these titles don't belong to a specific brand. Uh, however, some of the following titles do include real wrestlers from brands like WWF, WWE, WCW, NWA, ECW, TNA, New Japan, All Japan, and Wrestling. Oh. Uh, tag Team Wrestling, 1983 from an arcade. Oh, nice. Jason, you've probably played this. Yes. Yeah, Lake. It was at Lake 20 for years. Uh, right. Matt Mania, the pro wrestling network. I don't remember that one. I remember it was a. It was something similar to that. It was like a little handheld. They just had the one game, like the old handheld football and handheld right. baseball. Yeah, it was the same way. They used to take old arcade games and put them in the handheld games. They had the handheld pro wrestling game that you could only and do like a. Thousands, the same games that they took from arcade to handheld, they took from handheld to plug and plays. Yes. Now remember, these are not going to. These are in order of non branded games, okay? Okay. All right, so next we have Fire Pro Wrestling Combination Tag. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the first Japanese based game I ever remember seeing. Then you had Cutie Suzuki's Ringside Angel. That was an all girl wrestling game. Wow. Oh, no. I was happy at the time right there. Then you had Fire Pro Wrestling Second Bout come out in 91 for PCB. I guess it was in Japan way before we got it then. Oh, yeah. Super Fire Pro Wrestling 1991, Super Fabicom. See, I think I remember that one. Yep. Then you had Thunder Pro Wrestling, Red Red Sudan, 1992 on the Mega Drive. Let's see, Fire Pro Wrestling 3, Legend Bout, 1992 PC. Super Fire Pro Wrestling 2, 1992. A Super Famicom. Super Fire Pro Wrestling 3, Final Bout, 93. Super Famicom. Super Fire Pro Wrestling Special. These things were big time. They were yeah. year. Yeah. 94 from Super Fabicom. Fire Pro Gaiden Blazing Tornado. Blazing. 1994 oh, Arcade and Saturn. I don't remember that one. I don't either, but that Flaming Tornado sounds like a... Uh, hold on, I'm going to click on it and see if it says anything. Uh, 
wrestlers from this game are based on popular wrestlers from WWF in addition to WCW and several Peruso organizations. This game only released on the Super Fabcom system. The game scenario was written by Gochi Suda and helped make him famous with a controversial suicidal plot line in the game. Oh, shit. Wow. I'm um, looking to see if it gives a list of any of the guys in the game. Uh, no, it doesn't. Well, shit. All right, that was the Tornado gimmick. Super Fire Pro Wrestling X, 1995, Super Fabicom. And I've never heard of that system, so I'm thinking it's just Japanese only. Uh, here's one of the first Japanese wrestling games I ever had. Fire Pro Wrestling Iron Slam 96 for the original PlayStation. Uh, and we had Super Fire Pro Wrestling X Premium 1996, Super Fabicom. Fire Pro Wrestling S Six Man Scramble 96 for the Sega Saturn. I had that one. Nice. Fire Pro Wrestling G PlayStation. I had that one. All-Star Pro Wrestling. I played that one. Um, PlayStation 2. This is a weird name for a game. Okay. Simple 500 Series Volume 2, The Pro Wrestling. 1999 PlayStation. Never heard of that one. Here's another system I've never heard of. Fire Pro Wrestling Wonders of Wonder Swan. On the Wonder Swan system in 2000. Wonder Swan. Yeah, go give me a towel. Simple 1500 Series Volume 2, The Pro Wrestling 2, 2000 PlayStation, Fire Pro Wrestling D, 2001 Dreamcast, Fire Pro Wrestling 2001 Game Boy Advance, All-Star Pro Wrestling, PlayStation 2, know all about that one. Jason, I know we played this one together. Legends of Wrestling 2001, PlayStation 2. Hell yeah. Legends of Wrestling. Oh, I love that game. Fire Pro Wrestling 2, 2022, or 2002, Game Boy Advance. I love how on the Legends of Wrestling you could pick different people to go to different territories. Right. That was so much fun. But it was amped up in this next one, in my opinion. I thought it was better than the original Legends of Wrestling 2 from 2002 on the Game Boy Advance, PlayStation 2, Xbox, and the rarely heard about game. Now, I never played this next game, but I've seen it. I know y'all have two backyard wrestling. Don't try this at home. I played that. That was so much fun. They had, I had that one. I had that one, too. 2003 on the PlayStation 2 and Xbox. We'll go back in a minute and talk about all these. I just kind of want to get this out of the way. All-Star Pro Wrestling 3, 2003, PlayStation 2. Here was my favorite wrestling game of all time. If I could find a PlayStation 2 that's Japanese compatible, I would buy it again. King Coliseum. 2003 PlayStation 2. It was incredible. It was a New Japan game. Okay. Then we have Fire Pro Wrestling Z 2004 for the PlayStation 2. Backyard Wrestling 2. There goes the neighborhood. 2004 PlayStation 2 and Xbox. King of the Coliseum 2. I had that one. Uh, a lot of WCW guys implanted on that one. Showdown Legends of Wrestling. That, that was, was a good fun. one, too. 2004 on the Xbox and the PlayStation 2. Fire Pro Wrestling Returns. Everybody played this one. Yeah. 2005 on the PlayStation. These next two are tied with um, Kings of the Coliseum as my favorite games of all time. Wrestle Kingdom and Wrestle Kingdom 2, 2006 and 2007. Uh, the first one was on Xbox 360 and PlayStation. 
two was PlayStation two only. Uh, here's one I've never heard of, guys. You ever heard of Hulk Hogan's main event, 2011 for the Xbox? No. Well, let's see what it says about it real quick. It's a professional wrestling fighting game starring Hulk Hogan, created by American studio Panic Button and published by Majesto oh. Entertainment. For the Xbox 360, the game requires the connect. Let's see. Oh, wow. Are you looking it up? No, you said it required connect. <coughs> oh, yeah, I remember the Xbox Connect. Yeah, it was their answer to Wii. Then we had Fire Pro Wrestling 2012 on the Xbox 360. Fire Pro Wrestling <coughs> 2012. Another system I've never heard of is Mobage. Yeah, never heard of that one. Uh, I actually have this game downloaded on my PlayStation right now. It's a throwback to the WWE arcade game. Uh, Retro Mania Wrestling 2021, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC, and Nintendo Switch. Then a new game coming out, uh, they say this year, is called The Wrestling Code, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series XS, and PC. Uh, let's go back to um, promotion-based games. Okay, AEW has released AEW Casino Double or Nothing on iOS and Android. I played that. It's all right. A a general manager on iOS and Android. Of course, we've got Fight Forever coming up on Switch, PlayStation 5 and 4, Xbox Series XS, Xbox One, and PC. Uh, video games from All Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, All Japan Pro Wrestling 93 Super Nintendo. Uh, my cousin had that one. He was, you know my cousin Sean that walks Ford over Thor? Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of, he's uh, kind of Rain Manish. Gotcha. So he was able to mod his and get a lot of Japanese stuff in his. Uh, All Japan Pro Wrestling Dash, World's Strongest Tag Team, uh, 93 for the SNES. All Japan Pro Wrestling Jet, 94 for the Game Boy. All Japan Pro Wrestling 2, 3, 4, Budokan, 95. Yes. All Japan Pro Wrestling featuring Virtua, 1997, uh, Sega Saturn. King Soul All Japan Pro Wrestling 99 on the PlayStation. I've never played any of these except that one. No, I don't sound familiar. Go ahead, what? I said that none of them sound familiar right now. No, I remember the All Japan Pro Wrestling because uh, Ace Slinger was on it. See, I don't even remember those. Giant Graham All Japan Pro Wrestling 2 99 Dreamcast. Giant Graham 2000 All Japan Pro Wrestling 2000 Dreamcast. Virtual Pro Wrestling 2, 2000, Nintendo 64. I remember that one. That one sounds uh, familiar, but I don't I don't think I played it. All Japan Women's Pro Wrestling. Dump Matsumoto Body Slam 1986 Arcade. Fire Pro Women All-Star Dream Slam 94 SNES. Super Fire Pro Wrestling Queen Special Super Fabicom Termo Graphics 16 PC Engine. Okay. Wrestling Universe, uh, Pro Fire Women Dome, Super Female Big Battle, All Japan Women vs. JWP. Got a mighty what a mouthful. Graphic 16 PC Engine, All Japan Women's Pro Wrestling Queen of Queens 95 PCFX, All Japan Pro Wrestling, All Japan Women's Pro Wrestling. I'm sorry, 98 PlayStation. Uh, Jason, we know both of these very well. Extreme Championship Wrestling, ECW Hardcore Revolution, 2000. Yes. 64, yeah. PlayStation Game Boy Color, Dreamcast, 
And Anarchy Rules also came out in 2000, 2000 for the PlayStation and the Dreamcast. Yeah. Great games. The gameplay was shit. It was the WWE Warzone engine, but being able to have the being a big ECW mark, able to have all those guys on that were super fucking cool. Oh hell yeah! Getting so really, the ones we talked about, we don't really need to go over. You know, it was like I kind of went over Kings of the Coliseum and Wrestle Kingdom. It was basically everybody on the New Japan roster. There may have been some All Japan guys and WCW guys at the time, but those were badass games. You still have a PlayStation Two, and, and you know your region. If not, you can mod it up to play these games. I highly recommend if you have one and you're a wrestling fan or a fighting game fan to get Wrestle Kingdom or uh, one of those. You'll, you'll be happy with those. But here's a weird name for a wrestling game. This is New Japan Pro Wrestling. New Japan Pro Wrestling, the Three Musketeers. Huh. Goddamn. One Game Boy. New Japan Pro Wrestling, Fantastic Story in Tokyo Dome. 93 on the SNES. New Japan Pro Wrestling 94 SNES. New Japan Pro Wrestling 94 Battlefield and Tokyo Dome 94 Turbo Graphics CD and Super Fabicom. New Japan Pro Wrestling 95 Battle 7 in Tokyo Dome 95 SNES. New Japan Pro Wrestling Token Restuin, I guess, 95 PlayStation and Wonderswan. Uh, part two of that, PlayStation in 96, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling Brave Spirits, 98 on the 64. And a lot of these we didn't play because it was hard to, you know, it, the internet wasn't what it was back in the 90s. You couldn't just hop on to eBay or a Game Maker's website and have it shipped across the country right. to where you now. Yeah, it was damn near impossible to get any games from Japanese unless you happen to know somebody. It was, it was almost like tape trading back in the day. You had to know somebody to get the, the stuff from overseas. Let's see. New Japan Pro Wrestling. The Next Generation, 98, Nintendo 64. New Japan Pro Wrestling 4, 99 Dreamcast. Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling Advance, Boy Advance. Flavor Night. Fire Pro Wrestling World, 2018, PC and PlayStation 4. I'm going to have to look this one up, boys. New Japan Collection 2020, iOS and Android. Wow. New Japan Strong Spirits 2021, iOS and Android. All right, Jason, uh, there's one of these that I know we played numerous times. Total Nonstop Action, TNA Impact 2008, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, and Wii. That was a bad game. Great storyline. Uh, the character Suicide actually came from that game. Yep. Uh, TNA Wrestling 2009. Not Suicide not Mode that was in the New Japan game, though. Do what? I said not Suicide Mode that was in the one Japan wrestling game, though. Yes, that character. Yes. Uh, TNA Wrestling 209 iOS. TNA Impact Cross the Line 2010 Nintendo DS PlayStation Portable. Uh, TNA Wrestling Impact 2011 iOS and Android. Uh, here's the one I've been waiting to talk about. We're going into WCW now. Nice. This first game was called WCW Wrestling, but it was actually an NWA-branded game. The only NWA-branded game ever made. Because remember, NWA was the company, 
World Championship Wrestling was a television show name, much like TNA was the company and Impact was the TV show's name. Right. And then they, they changed. But this was on 1989 for the SNES. It had Rick Steiner, the Road Warriors, Luger, Sting, and Flair on the cover. Of course, it was NES. So it was horrible 8-bit graphics, but it had Michael Hayes. It was it was a loaded game, especially in 89. I was, what, 11 years old? Uh, for a huge Crockett fan, that was the baddest you ever could play. Uh, then we had WCW Main Event. 1994 for the Game Boy. I never had a Game Boy, so I never played this. Never had, had the only game, game I ever had for Game Boy was uh, WWF Raw. Never had a Game Boy. It, it was too small. Well, you had big-ass hands. Uh, next is WCW Super Brawl Wrestling from 94 for the SNES. I remember that. Uh, it was... It was a good game. Uh, a lot of the characters looked too similar to each other, though, but I think at the time, SNES was, what, 16-bit? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, so, and then WCW goes dark until WCW vs. the World 1997 for the PlayStation. I had that game. and like We literally. talked about it earlier. That was the one on the select screen. The guys are cutting promos telling you to pick them. Yep. And I was Nash and just talked shit to you the whole time instead of having you pick him. What, you want to pick me? Yeah. yeah, I think there's like 16 people you could choose from to play as. Yeah. Was, I don't even remember that many. Yeah, it was, it was small. I don't think I you had any... That was, the, that was the first game that you had Crow Sting on, which was badass. Yeah. I mean, granted, looking back, there was only three more ahead of it, but still. All right, boys, now we get into the good shit. In my opinion, some of the best games ever made. Yes. WCW vs. NWO World Tour, 1997 for the Nintendo 4. Had that one. Virtual Pro Wrestling 64, 97, which is essentially the same game but a Japanese version. Okay. WCW Nitro, 98. PlayStation, Nintendo, uh, 64, Microsoft Windows. Had that. WCW NWO Revenge, Had that. Had that. Uh, WCW NWO Thunder, 99 on PlayStation, had, had that. that. Mayhem, 99 on PlayStation, Nintendo 64, and Game Boy Color, had that. Did not have WCW that. Backstage Play Assault, 2000. Love that. Those are my favorite ones. That was my least favorite video game ever. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. I hated it. Why did you hate it? game you should be able to find in a wrestling ring. Okay. <clears throat> I get what you're like the new me. characters that were in it because it was 2000's WCW so you had a lot of talent but it was all backstage fighting <clears throat> for me you know I think I liked it because you know you know earlier games like that you could never even go to backstage and well you were still a kid well yeah but one thing I thought one fun memory I have of those games uh, the WCW Endeavor Revenge you could go backstage, so you'd brawl into there, and then you'd brawl up to the ramp, and then you'd go through the curtain, and then it would black out for a little bit. And you hear Tony Schiavone's voice. It looks like it's escalated. What started as a fight backstage has turned into a brawl in the locker room? Yeah. And then you'd be fighting locker room for a little bit. We'll look over the 64 games in detail in a minute. Let's yeah. finish it just because other than a couple of the PlayStation games, I think those are the best wrestling games ever made. Yes. 
Which brings us now to WWE. This is one I didn't know about. Maybe because I've never even heard of this system. Micro League Wrestling 1987 Amiga Commodore 64. I did not know about that. Yeah, what the? Whoa. That's crazy. Here's the one we talked about earlier, Jason. You want to do your Hulk Hogan theme song again? Hold on. He's in the bathroom. He's in the office. I think he's Uh, just pissing. We'll hold on him to get back. I want him to do the Hogan force again. (laughs) Goddamn. His 8-bit Hogan music was was spot on. We'll we'll put a pause for the... We're not going to pause, but we'll pause for the cause. Oh, my goodness. Good. I got to go pee, too. Well, you go pee, and I'll just just entertain them. You'll just sit there and entertain. Here he comes. Sorry about that, fellas. I figured y'all could, y'all had enough to discuss about where I could. Well, he had something involved you. Oh, you got something to involve me. What you got involved in me? Well, hold on. We paused it. Well, we didn't pause it, but we said we paused. Oh, okay. Well, we're still going, so we're, we're good. Did you hear the Micro League Wrestling, Jason? No, I didn't. 1980, we're in WWE now. Micro League Wrestling 1987 on the Amiga Commodore 64. Wow. I've never I've never heard of the game or the console. I had a Commodore 64. It was a PC, kind of. No, you listen to the Commodores live in 64. (laughs) (laughs) No, I had a Commodore 64. It was actually really cool. I had Steve Garvey baseball. Steve Garvey had a baseball game? Steve Garvey had a baseball game for the Commodore 64. Oh, did you see the Brave Son and announcer to replace Kerry? Uh-uh. Huh? No, I didn't. I forgot his name, but he does some baseball games on Fox. And he okay. also does the voiceover on the Madden games. Oh, nice. All right. So the next one, we talked about it earlier, Jason, is the WWF WrestleMania on the SNES, or the NES from 1989, uh, 8-bit, hit your Hogan 8-bit song. Do your Hogan 8-bit. Do, do. Do, 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 do. So cheesy. Next, we have WWE Superstars, 1989 Arcade. Everybody remembers that one. Yep. Yep. Then we had WWF WrestleMania Challenge. Oh, I played that on the arcade. That was so much fun. This was released on the NES and Commodore 64. Superstars, 91 Game Boy. This one was just a PC only game. It looks like WWF WrestleMania 91, Amstrad CPC, Amiga Commodore 64, ZX Spectrum, Atari ST, personal computer, PC. Here's the other one you remember from the arcade, WrestleFest from 1991. Yeah. WWF Superstars 1992 on the Game Boy. WWF European Rampage Tour, 1992, Amiga, Atari ST, personal computer, and the Commodore 64. Wow. Damn, I don't remember. Had this one, WWF Super WrestleMania, 1992 on the SNES, Mega Drive, but I had mine on the Sega Genesis. We're about to get into my favorite one, though. WWF WrestleMania Steel Cage Challenge. Ah! 92, Master System, Game Gear, Game Gear, what the fuck? What are these damn consoles? 
I remember Game Gear. I remember Game Gear. I'm I'm waiting for one to be on uh, GameCast. Yeah, GameCast. <laughs> <laughs> but you got a GameCube or you got a Royal Dreamcast? Rumble. GameCast? That's a Mount of reference. That's uh, Apple right. Match. WWF Royal Rumble 93, SNES, Mega Drive, and Genesis. Remember that one. WWF Raids in a Cage, 1993, from the very low-selling Sega CD. WWF King of the Ring, 93, NES, and Game Boy. Oh, I love that. Here's one I talked about earlier. These next two were my favorite WWF games going forward. Yeah, WWF yeah. Raw, 1994, 32X, Mega Drive, Genesis, Game Boy, Game Gear, Super Nintendo. And then this was everybody's game as a kid. WWE WrestleMania, the arcade game. Yes. Oh, it was arcade, 32X, Mega Drive, the Sega Genesis, Moss DOS, PlayStation, Saturn, and SNES. And also Andrew Alexander's Bedroom. Yes. But the actual arcade. Yes. He had one of the stand-up yeah. arcade games in his bedroom. Fuck yeah. He had all three He had all three of them, didn't he? Uh, or was it just two? I remember two. I don't remember if all three of them were there. Okay, that might be right. I think he was looking for one. Next was WWF In Your House, 1996. Personal computer, PlayStation, Saturn, and MOSDOS. Uh Here's where they're shitty for a little bit, boys. Just bear with me. We got to get through WWF Warzone in '98 on the Game Boy, PlayStation, and '64. <laughs> you know, whoa, 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 whoa! Hold a second. You didn't like you didn't like Warzone. The gameplay was shit. If you were to listen to earlier, it's the same engine that ECW used in their games, and the gameplay was horrible. Jason and I are probably the two biggest ECW fans you know. And we loved the game because it was an ECW game and had ECW characters, but the playability was horrible. I just have so many memories from that game. Remember, you pick up your characters, it's a big old box, click that, and then I remember the, the career mode. It's all a bunch of TVs, and you start at the bottom. Yeah, that kind of was shit. You just go through, win titles. Mm hmm. And then at the end, you're the champion, then you just fight from underneath. And then every so, every so matches, you'd have a little grudge match, and you'd have one of the players. One of the wrestlers get on, do a, cut a little promo on you. Then you would have WWF Attitude, Game Boy Color, 64, PlayStation, and Dreamcast. All right. I'm going to tell you now this list is incomplete because it goes from that to WrestleMania 2099 on the Nintendo 64 and Game Boy Color, mm -hmm. but it does not mention No Mercy. Oh yeah, fuck that. No Mercy was one of the best. Is the one of the best. The if Which, not. No Mercy came out before Mania, right? I think it was. If it was, it was close to. If not, I know they came out close. So either ninety eight or two thousand. But WrestleMania two thousand and No Mercy for the Nintendo sixty four, hands down to the best games ever. Like I said, mm -hmm. we'll go over more four games in our actual discussion here in a minute. But then we go into what we knew up until they went to 2K. WWF SmackDown 2000 on PlayStation. Uh, WWF Royal Rumble 2000, Arcade and Dreamcast only. SmackDown 2, Know Your Role, PlayStation only. All right, here's No Mercy. It come out in 2000. Nintendo 64. Here's one I've never heard of. With Authority 2001 Personal Computer. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, that I never one. heard of that one. 
Here's another one. WWF Betrayal 2001 Game Boy Color. I've heard of that one. A buddy of mine had that game. WWF Road to WrestleMania 2001 Game Boy Advance. Don't remember that one. Uh-uh. No. SmackDown Just Bring It 2001 PlayStation 2 only. Had, had that. that. Oh, yeah. WWF Raw 2002 Personal Computer PC and Xbox. Had that one. Uh, WrestleMania X8 for the GameCube. Oh, that was oh the, the gameplay on that was great. I had one for the GameCube, but I don't think it was WrestleMania when we had Jason. The only game I ever remember playing on that GameCube was that Looney Tunes game. Yeah, we had a, a wrestling game, but it wasn't WrestleMania X8. Uh, maybe it'll pop up here in a minute. WWE Road to WrestleMania X8 Game Boy Advance 2002. Uh, WWE SmackDown Shut Your Mouth. Fucking yep. phenomenal. Fucking love that game. Uh, best game since 64 to this point was SmackDown Shut Your Mouth. Agreed. Uh, PlayStation 2 2002. WWE Crush Hour. Oh, that was so. That was cool. <laughs> I love that. I never played that one. Is that the one that was just the trucks? Yeah. 2003 PlayStation 2 GameCube. WWE Raw 2003 Xbox. WWF WrestleMania 19 2003 GameCube. That may have been it, Jason. It may have. I, I remember there was a wrestling game, but I just remember that damn Looney Tunes that, game trying to beat yeah, the motherfucker. You couldn't, you couldn't quit playing it. Yeah. It was based off the Looney Tunes movie with Brendan Fraser. Yep. Looney Tunes back in action. Back in action. That's it. Uh, here is my favorite SmackDown game of all time. And anybody that's fucking wrong and does not need to have an opinion. I bet you know what you're SmackDown, here comes the pain, 2003 PlayStation 2. Fuck yeah, gameplay phenomenal, mode, graphics phenomenal, career mode awful. The backstage where you walked up and talked to somebody yep. and then... You could either be cool with them, insult them, challenge them to a fight or whatever else. Yep, and you could like, you know, when they come up to you, if you're if you're kind of hovering for a little bit in your storyline, you could choose to be an tag team. You know, mm-hmm. oh, I fucking loved it, man. And, and that's a great what, game. Literally, I'm actively, if anybody listening knows, I'm actually looking for a PlayStation Two and a Nintendo sixty four. Oh, dude, that'd be so cool for obvious reasons. PlayStation 2, I want to play Here Comes the Pain Again. Yes. But I also want to play a game that Jason and I loved uh, when it was out, uh, MVP College Baseball. Oh, yeah. The only place I can think of would be, of course, McKay's. And Arena Football. Oh, I loved Arena Football. Well, there's a video game store in Dalton. I've just not made it there because, you know, I hate to fucking drive. Yeah, there's also CM Games in Hickson. They have a lot of retro games. Well, maybe we have a boys' day and we just go vintage video game oh, shopping. So there's, also, there's also CDs nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Got, Got it. Yes, I like that idea because I had a PlayStation 2 and I wore that. So I had like probably, God, I can't tell you how many games. Uh, there's the Zach and I was trying to the... get rid of a 64 with two controllers and no mercy. <gasps> but he's already got rid of it. I was second in line. Damn it. There's the uh, video game guy at the flea market there, 75 flea market. Yeah, he's had some 64s. Yeah, I need to check on him. I know Marcus just bought one recently. I, he got his from that place in Dalton. I don't know who to call. Joe Black works at a huge video game store in Atlanta. I bet they could ship it. 
and I ain't gonna leave my house. <laughs> He's like, I ain't gonna leave my goddamn house. But we still do boys' weekend and go video game hunting. I'm okay with that. Well, if one gets it before the other, we got to bring it over to the other's houses too. Of course. Hey, that would be that would be a good fucking that'd be a good fucking Patreon. That's a Patreon. Watch uh, watch us play vintage wrestling. Shit, there's there's podcasts about that. Yeah. Uh, the Game Marks podcast is on the Major Pod Network, and uh, they play vintage wrestling games, and they give it a grade of uh, future endeavor or play it forever. I like that. Uh, let's see. Then we had WWE. This is going to get crazy because you want me to list all the mobile games? Oh dear God! You ain't got to list some mobile games. That that okay. would just be too much. Here's yeah. the one we. Here's the one we had for Dreamcast or Dreamcast. Goddamn Dreamcube, Jason. Dreamcube. Gamecast, motherfucker. <laughs> Day of Reckoning. Oh, oh yes, Day of Reckoning. Remember, because they used to show those badass vignettes, and it looked so good, and it said only on Dreamcast, and we're like, well, fuck, and then we thought. Shit, kids has got a Dreamcast in the bedroom. Yep. We're taking your Dreamcast. I said Dreamcast again, didn't I? You did. Dreamcube. <laughs> Gamecast. Game uh, WWS Survivor. That come out in 2004. Survivor Series, 2004 Game Boy Advance. Here's where these got a little crazy for me, but the first one was fucking phenomenal. The Black Hole bought it for me for Christmas. Actually, I was with her when she bought it. <laughs> and I worked nights, so after she dropped me off to leave, I busted that bitch open and played it before I wrapped my own gift. Was WWE SmackDown vs. Raw, oh. 2004 PlayStation 2. Yes, the very first SmackDown vs. Raw, absolutely. Because then it's we the had, one night a year. Where the, <laughs> the what? It's the one night a year where brands about, god damn. One night a this year. This was before they even started doing that stupid shit. Oh, I know. But if you remember, the cover was badass because it had Vince, Vince and Shane on and they were blue and red. Yeah, their their eyes, yeah. Yeah. Then we had uh, Mobile Mobiles. WWE Smack, WWE uh, WrestleMania 21, 2005 for Xbox. I don't fuck with Xbox, so no with that. Never had that one. Day of Reckoning 2 for the GameCube in 2005. SmackDown vs. Raw 2006. Smackdown vs. Raw 2007, 2008, uh, uh, 2009. Uh, Here was a good one that was vastly underrated, in my opinion. Legends of WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. Yes. People shit on it because everybody had, like, the superhero physiques. Yeah, but... But I, lo- I liked it. Like, I liked the gameplay. I liked the fact that it took... Like, I could actually have the CM Punk versus Randy Savage match. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they were jacked up, and then you could do these, like, super-duper finishers. Right. you jump, like, 10 feet in the air. I thought that was cool. Of fun. course, by now, everything's released on PlayStation uh, 2 and 3, portable, DS, Wii, Xbox, and mobile. Legends of WrestleMania, we just said, SmackDown vs. Raw 10, 11. I'm sorry, Legends Shit. of WrestleMania was not the one we were talking about, Josh. Legends of WrestleMania was a throwback that only had Legends on it. Remember, Jason? Oh, okay. Because WWE All-Stars... That's what the we're All Star. That's what that was. Was the jacked up ones? That's right. Uh, then we had twelve, thirteen, shit, shit. Uh, fourteen. Okay. More, more Android games. Fifteen. WWE Immortals. That's it. Never played that one. 
that was the iOS game. 16, yeah. 17, 18, 19, 20. 20 was shit. 20 was horrible. We didn't have one in 21. They come back with WWE 2022 or got 2K22. Uh, got that. That's what I'm playing now. Uh, and we're looking forward to 23 being released in March. Yeah. Here's other promotions not listed. FMW, which is Frontier Martial Arts and Wrestling. Yeah. Onita, Atushi, FMW, 93, Super Fabicom. JWP, which is Joshi Peruso Wrestling Universe, Fire Pro Women Dome Super Female Big Battle, All Japan Women. What? What? No, go back, go back. Read that damn title. Read that damn title again. JWP Joshi Peruso Wrestling Universe Fire Pro Women Dome Super Female Big Battle, All Japan Women vs JWP. 1995-turbo-graphic-cd. <laughs> <laughs> They were actually in AAA at the time. Actually, I had a copy of this for PlayStation 3, and I sent it with to Woody's son, if you'll remember, at the uh, global show. I remember done his birthday party. Yep. Oh, uh, five star. Go ahead. Hold on. There's a game missing uh, um, from the WWF list for the um, – What? I think it was on the PlayStation. What? WWF Attitude. No, we said attitude. Oh, you did? Okay, right I misheard. Right after I shit all over Raw. Oh, okay, then I must have not heard. Five Star Wrestling 2015, PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4. You can buy it on PlayStation Network now for like four bucks. I've got it. It's worth that. Uh, Shakira, Action Arcade Wrestling 2021, PC, PlayStation 4. The Shikara name was dropped from branding due to the company's controversy and closure. So I guess it's just called Action Arcade Wrestling. Okay. I'm going to look that one up and see if I can buy it. World Wonder Ring Starter and Fire Pro Wrestling World 2018. PC and PlayStation 4. I've got that one as well. All right, boys. Let's start talking. Where do y'all want to pick up? Um... I'm older, so of course I remember WrestleMania 8-bit. Jason, you said you played it too? Yeah, that was the first. That's probably the second wrestling game I played. The first one I remember, it's uh, where Hamrix is now, and that used to be the Walmart. They had a pro wrestling arcade game out front. Well, hold on. That's not all of them because, keep talking, there's two I know that are missing. Well, I just remember... I remember playing that, and then uh, I didn't even have the WWF WrestleMania game for Nintendo. I remember playing it. At, uh, it was a relative's house, or I used to rent it all the time. And the that, and there was a WCW game uh, for Nintendo also that I remember, because the Road Warriors were on that one. That would be the NWA WCW game. 
Okay, and then yeah, I remember playing that one. Uh, did you ever play Tecmo World Wrestling? Yes. Okay, I knew that that one was missing. And there's also the wrestling game that had Starman. What was that? Uh, shit, Muscle... No, it wasn't a Muscle Man. It was actually a wrestling game. Right here, I found it. Pro Wrestling. For the, uh, 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 fuck, what's it called? The regular Nintendo. Oh, okay. It was just pro wrestling for the Nintendo Entertainment System. So I actually think, if I remember correctly, that I played these, I did because these came out in 87. I played these two before I played WrestleMania. Uh, Tecmo out of the three was my favorite. Yeah, because there's a picture of Starman right there. Fighter Habusa wrestles Starman. The roster for just the re pro wrestling was Fighter Habusa representing Japan, Giant Panther representing USA, King Ken Corn Con. Or hold on, listen, Ken Corn Corn from Korea, King Splendor from USA, Starman from Mexico. And the Amazon for Parts Unknown, which served as an inspiration for Amazonian Blanca in 91 Street Fighter 2. Nice. Well, God dang. So they completely left out Tecmo Wrestling and Pro Wrestling for the NES, but those were the first two that I played. Pro Wrestling came out in 86, Tecmo came out in 87, and WrestleMania came out in 89. So... Though, and you throw the WCW NWA game in there in 89. Those were the first four wrestling games that I played. Hell yeah. What about you, Josh? Do you have an experience? Well, the arcade games as well, because, you know, they did. Yeah, that that's right. my first memories of playing wrestling games. Like, I don't remember what the you first ones that I had that I owned. Huh? Dating rinks, videos, uh, Lake Winnie's, they were everywhere. Oh, my favorite memory, I don't know, this is like, you know, you have those memories that you just, it just pops in your head. I remember when I very first played WrestleMania Challenge on the arcade. It was either WrestleMania Challenge or Royal Rumble, whichever one. I always picked the Undertaker in the purple gloves, and he always had this power move where he'd like, his purple glove would glow and you could do this like strike. I would always do that. And I just like, I that's, had, the, that's the WrestleMania game. Okay, that's the WrestleMania game. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I would sit in the arcade and I would just play that game and like. Like it was lightning at you. Yeah, exactly. And mom had to th pull me from the daggum game because I would, I would, just, I was always just glued to it. Shawn Michaels would throw broken hearts at you. Yes. Yeah. Doink had the. Yeah. Uh, Joy Buzzer. Joy Buzzer. Yeah. yeah. And the exploding pies. Yep. Man. And then you know. See the uh, raw. WWF Raw for uh, Game Boy. I had Game Boy Color. And I had the uh, Raw for that. And that's what it was. It was kind of like that. And then for me, my favorite game is after that. You know, of course, I mean, I, I was hooked on Warzone. Of course, No Mercy and WrestleMania 2000 for the N64. I had a blast. Oh, yeah. all, all the games leading up the, after the the NES, um, then I switched, really, I had a couple, I had a, a Super Nintendo for a little while, 
but I wasn't ever really big into Nintendo after the initial run because I'd done beat the first three Mario Brothers. And then Sega come out with, I thought their games looked better than the Super Nintendo. Yeah. So I gave my brother my Super Nintendo, got a Sega for Christmas. The Sega, I remember I loved the Royal Rumble. I loved the King of the Ring. I loved the WWF Raw. I loved the, the uh, we just talked about it, the WrestleMania arcade game for that. Did you have any experience, either one of y'all, with the, uh, sorry, I just did with the Sega games? Uh, I think I had Raw for Sega. Yeah, I had Raw for Sega, and that's the only memory I have for Sega. And then a, a Day of Reckoning. Was it Day of Reckoning? No, it was GameCube. No, GameCube, sorry. So, yeah, Raw is the only memory I have for the Sega. Because I remember I got a Sega for Christmas, too. Uh, I think the only game that I had wrestling-wise was Raw, and then I had a Lion King game. But, yes. A Lion King game was fun. Oh, I had a blast with that Lion King game, man. Since we're, since we're off topic on games, you remember one of the best Nintendo, Jason? Which one? Little League Baseball. Little League Baseball. Oh, God, Little League Baseball was great. Yeah, you could beat uh, Japan. Uh, you come close if you had with uh, Griffey on your team. No, 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 not the backyard. Just Little League Baseball where it was just like little kids playing. Oh, no, see, I don't remember that one then. No, I remember the uh, Backyard Baseball. Uh, yeah, no, that's, oh, shit, that's way... that's flashing like a shit ton of memories. That's when I was a fun. kid. But now, if you ask me what my favorite game of all time is, my favorite wrestling game of all time, of course, is going to be SmackDown, Here Comes the Pain. I would have so much fun. I would create constant different wrestlers. And I remember... You like over the 64 games? Okay, if we go 64 games, then no. Uh, my favorite PlayStation game is gonna be SmackDown. Here comes Pain. That's gonna be my top. That's gonna be my number two. My number one's gonna be, of course, No Mercy. See, I never See, had a. I, I can't pick a favorite between the '64, so I just say the '64 wrestling games because to me they were all equally great. Yeah, they were good. The only thing that changed was like the second WCW game. You could actually fight for belts, and you could actually wear the belts to the ring. So as a belt mark, that was cool as shit to me. Yeah. But the gameplay was the same. The creative motion was the same. Uh, WCW had a far deeper roster because they included a lot of Japanese people. Yes. Now, as uh, and they had uh, the only game I remember ever playing for the '64. I don't even remember which one it was. Uh, I just know that a buddy of mine had a '64, so anytime I was over at his house, we always played it, and uh. I remember they had a character on there called Mr. THQ. Because mm-hmm. that was the uh, the name of the video game company that produced the game. That's also the name of the company who's producing AEW's Fight Forever. Nice. Which they're saying it should it's going to be the same type engine, but for indoor console. The gameplay looks phenomenal. But my favorite... My favorite from the any the the regular Nintendo would be Tecmo Wrestling because that was my first. <laughs> then from Sega it would be the Rumble or Raw. It'd probably be Monday Night Raw because that game is just badass. Right. Sixty four. It would be the two WWE releases and the two WCW releases. I can't pick a favorite because they're all so good. PlayStation Two. 
can't PlayStation One would be the the very first WCW Nitro. Yeah, just look at the what it was. Uh, Josh, feel free to jump in. Jason, on yours on PlayStation. Uh, mine for PlayStation would have to be the probably the WCW Nitro. I don't remember having the WWF games back then. Well. We know you had Raw because we just, or Warzone because we just shit on it. We all had played it. My parents, uh, my parents were always like, well, you've got a wrestling game. You don't need both. You know, you got this one game. So WCW, WWF both put out a game. They're like, we'll get you a wrestling game. And they, I think, bought me the Nitro game. Right. So that's why I had that one. What about you, Josh? Say it again. PlayStation 1. PlayStation 1? SmackDown 2, know your role. No, that was PlayStation 2. Was it PlayStation? Oh, it was PlayStation 2. PlayStation 1 is going to be... Who? Wasn't SmackDown on the original PlayStation, or was that PlayStation 2 as well? There may... And I don't know. You know, there were all the... Warzone, and then WWF was Attitude after that. You said yeah, you liked yeah, Attitude. Yeah, Attitude. I remember Attitude. I played that one religiously. Uh, so I'm probably going to have to go with it. I mean, I thought it was cool because, and I don't know why it took me so long to figure it out when I was playing it. When you played as Triple H, for some reason, if you didn't have certain things toggled on, he wouldn't do his DX shit, like, are you ready, and do that whole thing. I thought that was cool. Of course, that was one of the games you got to play as Owen Hart that I can remember when I was... So, that was cool. But, yeah, WWF Attitude is definitely up there for PlayStation 1 for me. Yeah, so mine and Jason's were Nitro. Let's go to PlayStation 2, hands down. It is... Here comes the pain. Yes, absolutely. I remember on the weekends, especially, I would get up at... As soon as I got up in the morning, I'd cut. I'd cut Here Comes the Paint on, and I would go straight to career mode, and I would start from the very beginning to Raw after, or whatever, after Mania, and play all the way through to the following Mania. And, of course, if you played as the champion, you know, you started as the champion, you try to see how long you can hold the belt for. Mm-hmm. And then if you played your creative character, you had to work your ass up, like legit work your way all the way up. And I think that's what missing with some of the games. And I think, and I look, I, that's big. When I got older, that was a big thing for me is career mode and storylines. I know, you know, some of the WB games when 2K first took over, you can only play certain months here and there. Like, you couldn't do a full year career mode. And I thought that was cool with Here Comes the Pain. I love the career mode. Second for me would be uh, Know Your Role. Yeah. Know Your Role is awesome. Because that was because <clears throat> SmackDown, you only do a, a couple of things, but that was a, that was a big thing as far as backstage wise. Do a lot of backstage I mean, you could fight in the road. I don't know. I liked. I guess I was just kind of basic when it came to that. I always liked just bring it for some reason. Oh, I love just bring it. It was cool. And shut your mouth was yeah. amazing. Yeah, just bring it was good, but like I guess that's my number two. Here comes the pain. Just it blew. Just bring it out of the water. Oh, yeah. God damn. It's fucking woman. Kevin Sullivan and Nancy are on the TV right now. What, are you watching the Legends channel? I think so. Who takes out the championship wrestling? 
Let's dig on where we go to next. Uh, All right. Dream. We'll say Dream. You said you never played the. You said you never played the backyard wrestling games. Never. They were the same. It was like the ECW game. I'm glad I didn't waste my time. I mean, and that you know, it was it was what it was. I thought it was fun because back then I used to do the backyard wrestling shit. So I just thought it was, I thought it was fun, and I thought it was just a a break from traditional wrestling games because you uh, actually wrestled. They was in the backyard. It was a ring set up in a backyard. Talking about the back uh, backyard. Don't try this at home. Oh, I I've had seen, that game it was I've so seen fun. Video, but I just never played it. So you could play as uh, the ICP guys on there, and one of the things that I have vivid memories of is I would always play a Shaggy Two Dope, and when you did his finish, he would start talking shit, and he'd be like, "This one here's from my homies." Bitch, bitch, I'm, and you do the thing. I met them, huh? I've met them. Hell yeah. Hey, off topic, real quick. Uh, just seen this. I don't know how true it is or not, but the NFL is expected to look into banning the tush push quarterback stake method this offseason. Earth mm. Fox NFL rules analyst Dean Blandino. The NFL wants to showcase the athlete. I said it like Ted Turner. Athleticism and skill of our players. This is not a skillful play. It's not an aesthetically pleasing play. I disagree. I think that shows tons of athleticism. Hell yeah! All the teams have to work together to do that shit. That's not just one person. Yeah, and the guy hold the ball has got to be able to get over and take unprotected hits coming in. Right from both sides. Yeah, this is posted from Savage Sports, Savage Philly Media Sports. And this is, they really do hate us because, you know, Jalen was the best at doing that this year. Right. But they just made it legal this year where you could get the extra push, remember? Yep. I, I don't think that one should go away. But either way. But what was that, Briggs said? Dreamcast, like I said, the only thing I ever played was the uh, Day of Reckoning. But, dude, it was fucking, it was badass. Oh, it was badass. <clears throat> I, really I guess that'll bring me to, to the PlayStation 3 era. Um, I love the Legends of WrestleMania. I love the WWE All-Stars. Um, I like the first SmackDown versus Raw would probably be my favorite. Uh, I like the Legends of Wrestling 1 and 2. Actually, Legends of Wrestling 2 would be my favorite. I think I like the Legends of Wrestling games. Uh I don't remember which one it was. I just remember creating my character, and it actually had Chattanooga as a hometown and territory you could go to. And mm-hmm. I just thought that was like really fucking cool. Then it had these shady ass promoters. Yeah. Uh, as far as getting into the next gen, I really like Retro Mania because it gives that old arcade flashback, but the game's so easy to beat. Like I beat it in like two hours. Oh wow. Uh, so, I mean, really, we have nothing else to compare anything to. So, I guess from your PlayStation 4s, your Xbox 360s to your PlayStation 5s and your Xbox XSs, you you know, unless you're getting Japanese import games, uh, which there's not been a lot of those in the last few years, you really have nothing to compare it to other than the WWE brand games or... Uh, you know the five star wrestling I talked about earlier, which yeah. just got characters based off real characters, but 
Um, so I guess for new gen or new gen consoles, we'd have to go with WWE games. But oh. if I had to pick a favorite from the the WWE number or the 2K, I'd probably go with whatever year it was that had the Stone Cold career mode. 2K13. Because I thought that either that one or Daniel Bryan's, because it was great. Eddie's was, or Ray's was great this year because you got Eddie, but Stone Cold's like, there was WCW matches against uh, Pillman and Steamboat. There was WCW matches against Mikey Wilbrick. Then all this WWE uh, So that was incredible to me. So I would probably go WWE 2K13. Uh. I'd agree with that because I remember playing the games. I don't remember specifically which ones I would play because I didn't do the, I didn't do career modes very often. I would just go in and play a match here and there. Right. And that used to be what I would do because, you know, career modes. Career modes was all, career modes was always the biggest appeal for me for uh, wrestling games. Well, mine was just getting in there and playing. I never really did career modes until here recently starting to play and everything. And trying right. to create, creating myself and going along with that. And So, yeah, mine, I just like to have fun playing whichever game it was at the time. I really didn't can't say I have a favorite other than right. recent games. Now, if we throw some show in there, Jason's all about some MLB The Show. Oh, he still got oh, his stuff. dude, fuck yeah. But he loves the show. And golf games. I don't know why I like golf games so much. I love, I love Tiger Woods PGA Tour. Love golf games, but um, I'd say that pretty much wraps us up on a, a deep dive into professional wrestling video games there. God dang video games. Yeah, they don't do it. Jay Lethal was backstage at NWA this week. Who was? Jay Lethal. Ah, nice. Oh. Well, they were in Tampa. That's where he lives, so he was visitating. But yeah, tell us what you thought about our video game reviews. Tell us what your favorite video games were. What uh, what's your earliest memories of playing wrestling video games when you was uh, growing up? Yeah, we'd like to hear from y'all on this one, seriously, because it's, like I said, uh, said, the first game actually came out in, like, 83 uh, so, you know, we'd like to hear from you, especially. Especially if y'all had any not, hidden gems that we might not know about. If one of our listeners not from the United States, we'd like to hear from you. Absolutely. Yeah. What about the mobile games? You know, did you guys play the mobile games? What did you think of those? Were they... Never played the mobile game. I never did either. I didn't either. Maybe there's some listeners out there who was like, oh, yeah, I downloaded Supercard. Yeah, WBC, yeah. You know, and it was shit. Because it was like wrestler Pokemon. But yeah, you know, let us know what you think. Did you like it? Do you like what was your favorite game? Yeah. Well, if you could go back and only play one wrestling game, what would it be? Yeah, let us know. We definitely want to get your feedback. I know Jesse will message me after he listens to the podcast and give me his thoughts. come back and pop and push boys that's right we'll be right back to pop and push 
Ladies and gentlemen, this is Jeremiah Plunkett, wrestling's last journeyman and one hell of a hand, and you're listening to the Turn the Buckle Podcast. And we're back. I almost thought she was going in slow-mo there for a minute. Back again. But yeah, we are back, ready to pop and push. Uh... <laughs> yeah, definitely ready to do some popping and some pushing. So, who gonna kick us off this year week? You. Go for it, big gentleman. What are my pop? What am I going to pop for? The guy's name is coming in to do commentary for the Braves is Brandon Gowden, G A U D I N. He is a Braves fan. Nice. So that's always good. I am popping for. Oh, don't I have to burp? Uh, mm. If you've never been to my house, this won't make much sense. But if you've been to my house, you completely understand. I am thankful that we got new steps. I am thankful you got new steps. They are pretty and they are a lot safer. And sturdier and not slick, and I ain't scared to walk down them and bust my ass in my delicate condition and make it any worse. So I am thankful to Chris at Who Be Sure Company. Shout out, homie. If you need any home improvement done, uh, get with me on my personals or get with uh, Brandon Collins on his or look up To Be Sure Company on Facebook. It is the number two, the letter B. The word store and then company abbreviated CO. Uh, Chris has been doing work here for a few months now. He's put a new metal roof on, fixed the transition, uh, fixed the soffit where the trans- old transition went there and it leaked. He's replaced both bathtubs uh, with new beautiful stand-up showers, done flooring throughout the whole house. Uh, he built the steps. He put a window in my daughter Mackenzie's room. Uh, we're fixing to get him to put new energy efficient windows throughout the house. So, uh, anybody needs any work, let him know. I seen Jennifer post that y'all were looking to get a porch built. That guy right there, he'll take care of you. And Brandon Collins runs all his social media accounts. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, so. Your friends of bees, he, you know, he, he cut us a deal. Like he did a, you know, I love Freddie, but he he outquoted Freddie on the roof, and you know, Freddie gives us a hell of a discount. Yeah. Uh, Freddie was ten grand, and uh, plus doing the soffit, he did it for eighty five hundred plus and the soffit, and it was a metal roof, and he had to do a transition. So, I highly recommend Chris to anybody out there that needs home improvements. Uh, him and his two brothers, and he's got some other guys working for him, but it's a family-owned business. Uh, great guy. He'll come in. Before long, you'll you'll catch yourself sitting there bullshitting on the couch with him while his guys are working. Just a great guy. So, <laughs> y'all get that porch. Let me know. I got him. Like, he's quick, too. Hell, yeah. But that's what I'm thankful for today. Who's next? I'll go ahead and go next. All right, Josh. Remember, come up with something clean. You can't steal. No work. No. I've already got mine. It's not. It's one I've never done before. Uh, well, you said that last time. 
No, it's legit something I've never bought for. Okay, you said that last time, and it was pretty much exactly what we told you not to say it. I am going to say that I'm popping because pitchers and catchers reported for spring training yesterday. The Braves already have players report before then. So I am happy that baseball season is coming, is getting closer. Every day is getting closer. Hell. You know, the, as a Braves fan, I'm used to, all right, here comes the season. And then a month I, into the season, you're like, well, I can still watch baseball. I thought she was about to start singing. Every day, it's a getting closer. Baseball's <laughs> like a roller coaster. I love the Braves, but they let me down every year. Except for two years ago. And 95. And 95. Yeah, I'm excited for baseball. Uh, also, I'm not one of those guys who are saying football's over. Baseball, it's your turn because I'm a basketball fan, so I'm still enjoying basketball. And I'm looking forward to the XFL. XFL yeah. starts this weekend. The USFL kicking off. Uh, speaking of which, I just was scrolling Facebook as you're talking, and here's some Alabama players that are making their XFL debuts this weekend. A.J. McCarron, quarterback for the Seattle St. Louis Battlehawks. Nice. Nice. Chris Owens, O-line for the Seattle Sea Dragons. Thomas Fletcher, long snapper for the Sea Dragons. Ben Davis, linebacker for the San Antonio Brahmas. And Dallas Womack of the St. Louis Battlehawks. So, congratulations to all those former Bama players, but I'm glad to see A.J. McCarron getting a chance not holding the clipboard. Yeah, hell yeah. Good quarterback, won a Cincinnati. Spent uh, a lot of time on NFL sidelines, got a lot of information in his head. Mm-hmm. He was there before we started developing quarterbacks that could play in the league, though. But Well, he, he was the one. he was there when it didn't matter who the quarterback was because the rest of the team was so fucking talented. Yeah, it's back when we were a run first team. Now, you can't – I mean, you stop Alabama's running game, that opens up the receivers. You you clamp down on the receivers. Opens up the running game. It opens up the running game, yeah. So, now they got the best of both worlds. But I'm glad to see McCarron getting a break. Yeah, but, yeah, I'm definitely happy baseball season's coming up. I'm looking forward to the different uh, professional football leagues that are going to be happening also. And your favorite basketball season's about to start? March Madness. March Madness. March Madness and playoffs in the NBA. I'll keep up with NBA basketball, but I don't watch it religiously. I actually actually watched a couple games the other day, or a few days ago. I watched – it was late games. I think it was Golden State both times because of how late it was. Right. But – uh. I caught a little bit of the Tennessee-Alabama game the other night. So I'm actually starting to watch a little bit more basketball, so I'm getting into it. So At a perfect time because you love playoffs. I do. Nah. All right, Joshy, what's, what's this pop you got for us tonight? My pop is our social medias. Uh, everybody knows that I consistently stay up excuse with... Me. Huh? I said, excuse me, I hiccup and burp. 
I run all of our social media. I run all of our social media, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Patreon. Hey Josh, play pause just a second. Yes. Oh. Okay. Well, we's recording again from where you said to pause it. I just meant him pause. Uh, Brian Henry, do you remember him? He was the he was in the Misfits at the original UEW. I can't remember Alex Payne. Oh yeah. All right, so he just posted a video, Bobby Hayes versus Tank Norton feud compilation. Baby Tank, when he had a last name, Tank is chubby with no facial hair, got hair on his head, got a white shirt with sleeves on it that says Tank 666. Good God. So I'm going to share this so I can watch it later, and Josh can show it to you on his phone. I shall do it. Alright, uh, so you run our socials. So yes, I run all the social media stuff. Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Patreon. Um, I st- stay consistently on Twitter a lot. Because, as you know, it's a lot of people do. And I've just been so happy with how much progress we're seeing on Twitter. We're still at around four to 500 uh, followers. And I'm working on getting more followers. But I stay consistently. I always am on the other... Um, I'm always talking in different chats and they're uh, replying to different people's comments. Just kind of get, just network with everybody. And I network with a lot of the NWA people. We've got follows and comments from Referee Man Bun. I've talked to Camille. I've talked to Tom. I've. Um, no, you haven't. Shut the fuck up. Referee Man Bun is Jared Fitch. Jared by the way. Fitch, yes. We called him Referee Man Bun. I'm sure he probably wouldn't like to be called that. But I've gotten replies from Camille. I've gotten likes and tweeted back and retweets from the USA Network. Fixers. Fixers. Uh, Breaking Bonagurski follows us. Um, I, I, me and him go back. Uh, we go back and forth on on there quite a few times. I just I love the interactions I get to have on there, and also it does good for the podcast. Because uh, it's our name branded on there. It's not me. It's not Jason. It's not Ben. It's it's us. And getting our name out there and being able to network with other Twitter pages and, and other people. We have an NWA. That just increases our our visibility to the company. Exactly. Right. And I'm always, as much as I can, live tweeting during the major comp- uh, wrestling shows. Raw, SmackDown, NXT. Dynamite. I uh, don't do Rampage uh, much. Uh, well, I mean, let's be honest. By the time SmackDown goes off and we turn it to Rampage, we're tired and we're dozing off, so yeah. we can't really... I won't be watching neither this weekend because it is All-Star Weekend in the NBA, so Friday and I'll record All-Star Saturday night, and then Sunday is all about NBA All-Star Weekend. That is my pizop. What? Rampage is actually starting early Friday because of all that. But high school basketball is on at 7. That's when Rampage comes on. So, guess what I'm not watching? High school basketball. I will watch it, then I will turn over and watch the, uh, I think they call it a U.S. versus World, or it might be a Futures game. I watch it, then I'll turn to ESPN and watch the Celebrity game. And then I will fuck off the rest of the night. Then Saturday I will record the skills challenge, the slam dunk contest, the three point contest. Watch it when I get home from RCW. Sunday I'll watch the All Star game that night. You know what I miss? What? MTV Rock and Jock basketball. 
I just miss Rock and Jock. The softball game, too? We say that at the same time? Probably, Jeff. Hey, the Warriors are interested in Kevin Love. Oh. Please don't be stupid to get rid of Love right now. They're in fourth place in the East. Yeah. Maybe what Donovan Mitchell does to you. All depends on who they can get back for him. Dallas Mavericks could be a dark horse contender to trade for Anthony Davis. No, because they'd have to give up somebody too good to get him. Not really, because he's in the last year of his contract. Oh, well. Oh, good Lord. Lakers are moving Anthony because LeBron is frustrated with his constant injuries. But if he can play, if he can be healthy, him... Lo and Luca and Kyrie in the backcourt, that's dangerous. Yeah. That is dangerous. But uh so we're popping now. No, we're pushing. We don't pop. I pushing, that's what I meant. So I'm gonna push another young kid from Casey Cage's Academy. I'm gonna push Mr. Matthew. Uh wrestling name is what is it, Cornelius Peckerbottom? Yes. Bro, Kevin Love was just bought out by the Cavaliers. No shit. Yep. This one says he wants to join LeBron. Oh, God. Uh, I like Kevin Love. Don't go there. Shit, come on over to Philly. Help us win the East. We could use the defense. Go to Miami. Everybody loves South Beach. Nah, don't go to Miami. Ain't got no shot of winning a title this year. But, Mr. Hey, hold on, hold on. Anybody with two fists and a puncher's chance has a shot. Nah. Or whatever the fuck no chin said. That didn't work for him either. But I'm pushing, uh... Is his first first time Cornelius? Is that what it is? Josh, pepper bottom. What does he actually go with? Is it Matthew Peppercorn? Matthew Peppercorn. Matthew. Matthew's a shoot first name, so Matthew Peppercorn is a guy that you should be watching. Uh, Steve Dave actually took him to the Monday Night Trainee Show this past Monday night and managed him. And uh, Jaden, Dan Wilson, and Dylan Hales all had good things to say about him said that him and Steve Dave have great chemistry, and Steve Dave actually put me over to the, in, in front of those guys, which I thought was awesome. Nice. That, ben, that Ben's been working with him, and you know he sees tons of potential in him, and Dan's like, Ben's always been a really good judge of talent. So uh, I think you should give Matthew Pecker Pickle, Pecker Bottom, a book. Yeah, you're Miami team right now at the break since at 32 and 27. They are in seventh place in the East. I mean, they still got a chance. The only teams behind them are Atlanta, Washington, and Toronto that have a chance. Chicago's out. Indy's out. Orlando, Charlotte, Detroit's out now. Boston's one. Milwaukee, Philly, Cleveland, Brooklyn. (laughs) Brooklyn, New York. That's funny. Brooklyn's five. New York, six. That's funny to me. Because, you know, Brooklyn's in New York. Yeah, Brooklyn's going to be falling, too, I think. I don't know. I think they gave away the farm. 
That's why I said they're going to be falling. Oh, I thought you said falling. No, falling. They ain't going to be falling. They ain't going to be doing that Alicia Keys, not the Jim Jones. Apparently, there's a lot of wrestling going on Saturday night. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's a meme of the New Day Del with Roman Reigns on his knees as Del Rio kicks him, and it says, GCW Middle of the Night, New Japan Battle in the Valley, NASCAR, Elimination Chamber, and Roman is me getting super kicked. Somebody needs to take that and put RCW on there, too, and then we'll share it around. <laughs> uh, who is you pushing there, Yason? All right, mine... I'm going to go... You know, just for this week, because he's got a big match coming up. Well, big match for me, anyway. Uh, Zach Malone. Water Malone. No, not the Water Malone. I like me some Water Malone. Not that he's all alone, but the Zach Malone. Water Malone. I'm actually looking forward to uh, RCW Saturday night to see you and him kind of face-to-face being the Chiefs and Eagles fans like you are. Oh, yeah. Remind me. I got to stop get his, his his winning bet. No, we've already talked. He, he called me. He FaceTimed me Sunday after the game. Oh, okay. Yeah. Remind me. We got to stop at the gas station right before we turn off to and get winner's purse. We bet a 12-pack on our team, so he won. So I got a 12-pack of Coors Light. Not oh, sure okay. what I have some Mick Ultra to drink that night, boys. But now we've got some Coors Light to drink because I told him, I said, well, you know the deal was we get to drink with you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I wouldn't have it any other way, he said. All right, Joshua, it's your turn now. All right. Who you going to push this week? My push. My push. We all three are very fond of them. We got to. Yes. Push it real good. My push. We're fucking stupid. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. So fucking stupid. We all three love these guys. I don't. You, you you do. Ben does. I do. We first got to see them in WA Always them. Ready. Got to see their work. Back Cardona. And uh, they're on. They're at, they're signed with NWA, but I believe they deserve much more exposure. I believe people that don't know them need to watch NWA and look at them. Screw these guys. And that is. For one reason and one reason only, that's because fixers roll. I like Nagurski. I'm not a huge Bradley fan. I do like Nagurski. I think I think if, the if attack anybody team's else in that team besides him, I wouldn't be a fixers fan. Yeah, I agree with that. But yes, and I think a lot of it has to do with the way he interacted with us. Oh yeah. You know, like the, Five or six times we caught that big motherfucker going to the concession stand because you couldn't have food inside the building for them. They couldn't even have water back there. Did I tell you all that? I didn't know about the water. Dang. No, that's crazy. Yeah, they couldn't have 
bottled water, protein drinks, or anything. So that's why a lot of the guys, Cardona on the podcast was talking about it. Uh, that's why a lot of the guys, he goes, if anybody was there and seen the boys walking through the lobby all the time, because we was going to get protein shakes, we was getting food, we was getting something to drink. Because all they could have water was like the jug water that we have at RCW and throw away cups. They couldn't have bottles of water or nothing back there. No shit. Damn. Yeah. Which to me, I think is fucking stupid. But, you know. Yeah. Apparently, they didn't get enough at the venue. The Billy's like, fuck, this is a sacrifice we'll make, boys. Just we draw good in Knoxville. Hell yeah. But you know, we hit it off with him, with him walking through there. And then when he takes the bump out not at the pay-per-view but the next day at tv then like you know was just cutting up with us and you guys are plunkies boys yeah so we'd get over in the locker room just by talking shit <laughs> and the fucking commentary put our damn wider race board signs over like hell right old joe galley which we did have fun that was a great time oh yeah Oh yeah, no doubt. I, fucking blast, man! Fucking blast. Yeah, but I think I think Rick and Ball could be on any of the big bigger TV companies. Honestly, yeah, he's got a good look. He's 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 fuck he's fucking great promo. You know, it, it, yeah, and to so. be a big guy, he can move like he can yeah, work. Absolutely. I mean, I've never seen he can cut a promo. Uh, he don't mail shit in, so I'm I'm a big Gersky fan. Dude, I'd hate to see him leave NWA, but if he made it up to WWE, him and Otis as a tag team. Oh, damn. Are they going to put him in a model group, too? No, no, fuck that model group. I'd fuck that model girl. (laughs) Well. Buzzinger. And on that note... On that note, this has been the Turn the Buckle podcast for this week. Uh, tune in again next week for another exciting episode. We have fun. We laugh. We laugh. We cry. We talk shit. Somebody gets hit in the dick. We fight. We fight. We fight. We fight. We fight. <laughs> but yeah, this has been the Turn the Buckle podcast. I am Jason Hampton. Josh Cox. I am Ben Thrasher, and uh, thank you for sending us money if you already have. And if you haven't, please send us some money to our Patreon. <laughs> Trust me, the comedy of the stories that we tell is worth it. We'll you, and the outright stupidity of some of the other stories we tell you will amaze you that we're still alive. <laughs> well, I mean, straight up, as soon as the Mount NWA Townsend. was over, as soon as Enough Said was over, we got... We got together. We started talking, and hell, it was. We did it. We put your recording. It was like two, three o'clock in the morning. It was damn near before eleven o'clock. I left your house at two o'clock. I was about to say it was after two o'clock when we got done with everything. So we recorded. We recorded all night. I mean, and they were. They're not real long episodes, but they're entertaining. And they seemed shorter than what they actually were because we were having so much fucking fun recording them and laughing. Plus, we like telling these stories anyway. Yeah. And and trust me, we've told these stories in locker rooms, so we know they're funny. We know people like them, so you guys are going to love them. I promise.
So yeah, check out the Patreon. Yeah, uh, first episode will be up this coming Sunday. Next episode. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. And we recorded some, and who knows what order we're going to put them in, because we'll talk about episodes after we recorded them, so... You might get confused, but hell, we'll get fucking confused, too. So it's all good. We were doing it. You'll hear it when we talk about them. Yeah. Hey, have we already, funny have we already co- recorded this episode yet? Well, yeah, we recorded it, but we don't know what order we're going to put them out. Yeah, you'll, you'll hear it, or you've already heard it, either way. Uh, but listen to this. Brian Cage totally ignored at Target by Cashier buying his own action figure. Are you serious? Yeah, how could you not look at that big motherfucker anyway? I mean, dude is not even looking at him through this whole transaction. That's funny Somebody fuck. walks up to my register, I'm, I'm my asshole's clenching. <laughs> oh, hey, Benjamin, you need to make it out to the Tiftonia Walmart. Yes, I do. Besi- oh, why though? Besides the voodoo pretzels? Uh-huh. They also had the... Uh, Three of the Cody figures you were talking about. The Supremes? Yeah. Damn it, I might have you stop by tomorrow. How much were they, did you see? I damn near 50 bucks a piece. That's what I was thinking. Hey, you know what? I bet I can call her and she can pick me up one with a discount. Yeah, I was about to say, get a... And then I can pay her back in wiener. Ew. And on that note, peace out, fuckers.